Hey everybody, Doug here. Uh, real quick, we had a few audio glitches tonight on my end recording. Uh, my apologies, you know, technology. Uh, but sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, all right, all right, fire them up! Welcome, welcome to the Genre of Your Life podcast, a show all about movies, TV, and the genres that define us. I am one of your hosts, Doug Jones. With me, as always, are my amazing co-hosts and two of my best friends. First off, we have the one, the only, the wonderful, it's Mr. Nick Johnson. How are you today, my good sir? Man, I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Can't wait to see you tomorrow, man. We had a fun screening date, you and I, on Sunday. You know, we got a lot to unpack episode, man. I can't wait to review this movie with you, man. I'm hyped that you guys are here. Hell yeah. And next, not least, straight out of Chi-Town himself, it's the one, the only, the lovely, it's Mr. Joel Kindlin. How you doing today, Joe? I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm just uh, chilling, living life, you know, trying to stay positive as much as I can. I heard you're also going through some kind of like bipolar ass weather in Chicago right now, like cold <laughs> and warm. Um, yeah, it was warm the other day, and then yesterday it was cold. Today's a little cold, not as cold as yesterday. Uh, and then I think was it last night or or two nights ago? The same day it was warm. It rained and hailed for a very short bit, probably like a good twenty to thirty minutes, and then it stopped. And yeah, Chicago, man. I remember the bipolar ass weather when I lived there. One day remember, would be nice. <laughs> What's up? You remember that video I sent you from the the bus stop where I was waiting for the bus to go to school, and like literally, I was on this part where it's all sunny and shit, and then you and I sent oh, you a video yeah. like right across the street. It's super cloudy and writing, and I'm just like, all right, cool. I'm fucking... <laughs> All right. <laughs> make it make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense. Um, and more importantly, you all are here. Welcome back to the show. If you're first time joining the show, welcome. Welcome to John Your Life Podcast. It's, it's episode number 43. As always, guys, you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. Uh, I think Google Podcasts is now YouTube Music. So if you're a Google Podcast subscriber, the one of the few of you that are out there, uh, Transfer your podcast listening over to YouTube Music because we'll have a full audio show on our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Midway Avenue Productions. Whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, or YouTube, please subscribe, follow. Please, guys, rate the show, comment, leave a review. It means the world to us. We, we got have we love to have you guys. Your feedback on the, about the show, good or bad, positive, negative, neutral. We want to hear from you. But seriously, the more that the, the more ratings we get, the more reviews we get helps the show out tremendously. Also, I think I announced this on the last episode or last newsletter I put out. Um, we're doing a, give, doing a giveaway, so we need we need to hit 200 uh, follow 200 ratings on Apple Podcast um, by April, end of April. So with that, I'm doing a giveaway for an Amazon gift card. So we're doing we're doing a giveaway for an Amazon gift card here at the, at the podcast. So please rate review the show on Apple Podcast. But for our Spotify listeners, again, if you have an iPhone as well. Please keep rating on Spotify, but if you have an iPhone, please rate 
on Apple Podcasts. We need to have the love, the, the, the kind of growth there. So seriously, thank you all so much for your ongoing support. But again, rate, follow, subscribe. Leave your, leave your rating and review if you're on Apple's, your Apple Podcast subscriber and comment so I can let you know who, who will win the gift card. But as always, guys, thank you so much for your ongoing support. It means the world to us. Guess with all your friends so they can stop yes. listening to all the people getting paid to make good reviews on <laughs> shit movies. We're just telling y'all the honest truth. So, fucking share us. Instead of listening to those fucking drones that just spew bullshit. I... I'm not gonna lie. The other day, I was kind of pissed when I get it. I'm not gonna out this person or anything, obviously, to see on the show. But you know, it's a little, it's a little bit like, a, come on, is that someone that I kind of knew that I was like, oh wait a second, like they got this and we don't. I'm like, huh? Make it make sense, world. Make it make sense. <laughs> Who was it? It's, also, it's, fucking it's tell those. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you first, you first. Oh, okay, I'm because you told me, fucking fuck that bullshit. <laughs> I want our audience to yell at the fucking movie industry because we're being gatekept away from doing what we do best, which is seeing movies. And, you know, we haven't been on fucking press list and we've been hitting these numbers. And every time we try, they keep increasing the numbers and bitching about our fucking numbers, even though we're doing really well. Fuck that. Stupid. Fuck that. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. That's why we we do need your support and all the all the reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts. Like that's gonna help out the show tremendously. Like I said, if you do it, you have an Amazon gift card that could possibly be yours. So please rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. We need the love. Yes, we, appreciate it, the, we support the love. We appreciate the love so far. It means the world to us. But help us out. <laughs> it, it it will truly do help us because we can get on press list and we can, you know, truly, you know, it it would be a lot easier for us to watch these movies that are out just n- not just big ones but also just any ones we really want to see. We'd love to be on the press list. We'd love to, you know, be officially just, you know, recognized for our efforts in this podcast. Because we do love doing this. It's a blast. We want we will continue it even if we don't get on the press list. But it, it would make this a lot easier for us. So please, please leave reviews, ratings, and do share us with your friends. Thank you, my good sir. I appreciate you. But yeah, we do appreciate the support, guys. Really means the world to us. All righty, guys. So this week, this episode is dedicated to the world of Dune by the by author Frank Herbert, but more importantly, the films by Denis Villeneuve, one of our favorite filmmakers here at the podcast. Nick and I got to see the early screening of it on Sunday in IMAX, which we were ecstatic for. Don't worry, Joe. Don't worry, listener. This is going to be a non-spoiler review of the movie. It comes out this weekend. So if you have the IMAX... Don't so you worry. Have the IMAX Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to make a little joke of saying, don't worry, guys, they're not going to pull TJ and, and, you know, promise <laughs> not to tell us and then tell us the whole fucking plot and all the fucking secrets. <laughs> well, there's one part actually when, when Paul, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm, 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 no, 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 dude. I, I, do we, did, did we tell them that story of the one movie I didn't see? What was the one fucking movie? Oh, oh shit. Cool. Yeah, it was it was in high school, and they went to go see a movie. I couldn't. I think I was busy doing. I was helping family or some shit like that. I was busy. I wasn't around, and so I I met up with them afterwards, and 
and they were like, don't worry, Joel, we're not going to spoil this movie. And DJ looks me dead in my soul and says, no, nah, I'm not going to spoil it for you. And then tells what? me <laughs> the fucking movie. Like, it's not like one of those like little like, but, you know, they little they fucked up on a little scene. Duh, duh, duh. No, it was, he legit told me, he spoiled the movie for me. And I was like, TJ, you just spoiled it. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, so that's why I say, like, they're not going to pull TJ. Well, no, we promise. We promise. Again, I, we, me and Nick, we, t- we take our film journalism, film criticism very seriously, and we, we respect the rules of no spoilers. But I'll tell you what, Joe, I, I don't know if you've seen anything, but the moment I got home, because this was like a, it wasn't a press thing. It was like a, everyone, if you buy tickets early enough, you can go to a screening. It was like an IMAX t- uh, screening for like across the country. The moment mm-hmm. I came home, seeing the movie with Nick, I went on Twitter, I went on TikTok. People were saying, oh my God, this scene, this scene. And I was like, the movie has not come out yet. What's the actual hell? (laughs) And I was like, I hope as a follower slash listener of our podcast, you guys are not putting shit on social media, especially scenes. Don't put any scenes on. Because y'all already know my fucking experience with Spider-Man. No way home. (laughs) Don't do it. And it's good too. Sorry, I keep interrupting out. No, you're good. What's what's the thing from Michael Jackson? The, Michael Jackson, my, no, wrong person. Michael Jordan. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, no, Michael, Michael Jordan. He goes, stop. He goes, stop. Right? Get the video? some help. Get some help. Get some help. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Because oh. I'm just like, the moment I got home, like I, I texted that we're home, whatever. The moment I'm on Twitter on, and I'm on uh, X, whatever, and I'm on TikTok, people are posting certain clips, and I'm just like, the movie has come out in a week. Are y'all for real? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, I have oh. I have not liked anything about Dune on TikTok. So luckily I've been avoiding that. Uh there was one little thing, but I was like, skip. <laughs> Cause I was like, nope, nope. Uh well, but like, dude, like, no, it just because it bad. just because you like it, just because you have social media does not mean that everything needs to be put on social media. It mm-hmm. doesn't. Especially when it comes to movies and TV and stuff like that, because there's people that really want to see these things unspoiled. Like I like my friends doing that same thing, but like not posting on social media. But like he like he didn't watch a trailer for a DLC of a video game. He wants to go into it without any expectation or like knowing certain type of enemies or anything like that. He just wants to go into it blind. So a lot of people are that same way of movies and TV. Yet nowadays we just put everything on social media and like people are putting full movies on social media. Oh, hell yeah. And it's like, it's like really bad. It's like, we don't need to do this. Like, why can't <laughs> y'all just enjoy a movie? Like growing up, like, like so much has changed because we talked about like it shows in video games, shows in, like, you know, mo- like social media and, and, tv and everything like that where it's like you know where it's like when you used to play call of duty if you used to camp you a bitch and your team and the <laughs> enemy team is gonna fucking destroy you and troll you mm-hmm. nowadays it's a pro strat everyone does it you're not a bitch you're smart <laughs> you know what i mean and like even games even encourage strategy. it yeah, even games encourage it and shit like that. But overall, it's just like, you know, and that's the same movie. It's like, if you went to go see a movie, you told your friends you went to go see it, and then you don't spoil it. Now everyone just spoils it for everybody. Random, like, people will talk about it super loud on streets. 
where you're just like, bro, I wanted to watch this fucking movie. And oh, yeah. just because I walked by you, you had to fucking ruin it. Like, like, damn, like y'all didn't like no one fucking cares. And it's just it's just it's so crazy to me. Oh, dude, it's this is why we ha- this is why us critics have embargoes for a reason. Like, you know, we can't like we can't post our review until embargo lists for, for good reasons, because, you know, you, people, the studios and the filmmakers work really hard to like not have things spoiled or kind of review too early. But exactly. Because what when it's spoiled, it takes away from the experience. You ruin exactly. the experience when you start just just spoiling everything because it's like people are trading the experience for the attention. Exactly. You know, they're like, yeah. okay, well, exactly. here's here's a popular movie about to come out. Let me let me uh, uh, post some spoilers because you know, let me let me post what people want to see about the movie. But then it's like, you know, you do that, you take away from the movie itself, thus from exactly. the experience. And, and when that happens, people are like a lot less likely to go see a fucking movie in theaters. Yeah, it, you, exactly. You're less encouraged. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. What is it? You're disencouraged or whatever the fucking word is where it's like, I, it's like when you're doing something and your parents to come and tell you to do the exact same thing. You don't want to fucking do it no more. You know what I mean? Like, like, uh, you, you know, like if, if someone ruins the, like the film, you don't want to go to theaters. You, you're, you're less like excited. You're just like, oh, fuck. Now I don't want to go see it. You know what I mean? Washing dishes. If someone tells you to wash them dishes while you're doing it, you don't want to wash the dishes. It's the exact same thing about someone spoiling a movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? You put the dish down, be like, fuck this. Don't want to do it no more. You know, like, you like, yeah. th- like. You know, like, that's the same thing where it's like if someone ruins the movies for me, I'd really like I'm disheartened because I wanted to go into a blind. I wanted to have my own experience just mm-hmm. because you had such a great experience. I don't need to experience your experience. I, I want to experience my experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to exactly. spoil for me. I want to see the whole thing, not these major point clips. We complain about trailers showing us major points where it just like that showed us everything. I don't literally want to see the major points on social media while I'm scrolling because I'm bored or something. Like, I don't want to see that. So you, you're ruining it for me and a lot of other people. And that fucking sucks. I, I, I'm tell, I, I told this to Nick. I was like, bro, I was so glad. Again, I hope you don't get anything spoiled to you, Joe. I told this to Nick. I was like, I'm glad that him and I saw it on Sunday because if I came home and I saw all this, I would have been I would have been so angry. I'm not talking about certain like, oh, things here and there. I'm talking about major plot things in the movie, certain twists. I was like, oh, bro. I'm like, if I saw that unprovoked or on like scrolling on Twitter or TikTok, I'd have been like, I'm done. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm fuck this. And I just, I, you don't, you people should don't ruin the experience for others. This is why, this is why, again, this the sacred cinema, sacred of cinema and the importance of movie theaters is that. People want to go experience for themselves. I get it. People are excited. I, we're all excited too. I'm guilty of posting clips on a movie one time before getting my young, stupid self, obviously. And I know, and I, probably know better. I know better. And I know better. I'm like, look at me. I posted a clip of this movie. And I'm like, oh, you dumbass. And I'm like, I, sh- I know back then I, that was not okay. I was like, look at me. Look at me. Did I oh, ever say that? You were the chosen one, Douglas. <laughs> I did it for, I did it for. No, that, no, I did it for Star no. Wars Force Awakens uh, after I saw it with you and the boy. I saw it again with like Carlos and a few other people. I, I, I did it. It was about for like three weeks. I'm like, okay, I feel like I was okay. I could do it now. 
but I did it for Rogue One opening weekend, and people were mad. They're like, what the fuck, bro? And I was like, my bad. <laughs> I, was like, I had no care for Rogue One, so I probably wouldn't give it a shit. I'm gonna make I got, I got <laughs> so much shit. A, a person I was talking to at the time, like, she was like, come on, dude, what's wrong with you? And I was like, my bad. <laughs> and I was like, my bad. Um, I was like, oops. But, you know, and again, this is why we have embargoes. This is why, you know, when we can't post our reaction or review a certain time, because it's a sacred, it's the you know, the importance of film. It's why film is so sacred. You don't want things getting out too early. You, you want people to go see it, support in the box office. Um, and another thing, too, I told this to Nick when we saw the movie as well. I'm not going to spoil this for anyone. Again. I, I'm not going to bring up what the thing is, but critics, before the embargo lift, and I don't get this, other critics who saw Dune at the press screening, at the critic screen, like weeks, weeks before, like a month ago, right, said, I can't believe blah, 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 blah is, this, is in this movie. And I said come on i was like really like y'all have embargoes and i remember other articles were like this is why critics should sign whatever and it's a pretty big thing and i remember like in the theater i was like oh that would have been a cool reveal if i'd know that 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 person was gonna show up and i was like come on man but if you know you know but that to me and i think i could be wrong some critics that with with uh um what's the uh, Eternals, Eternals. Like someone said, I can't believe Harry Styles in the movie. Why? Why? Like why? <laughs> why? Like I, I, what? I can't believe this person in the movie. It's like, <laughs> all right. And these are professional. These are like, actual, like legit, like film, like out, major outlets. You know, actual people been doing it for a long time. And I, I the scene again. Just, again, I'm not gonna say what it was, but like I was like, man, that would have been cool to be a surprise. If I didn't know this person was in the movie and all these major outlets were like, I can't believe, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, come on, guys, seriously. But <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Nick, that one, that one reveal, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about, man. Uh, and I was like, oh, that would have been cool if these fucking critics didn't say anything about it. And we're critics too, but it's like, come on, guys, help us help you. Come on, Jeremy McGuire, oh, help me. Don't help look you. up. <laughs> Don't look up anything about Dune 2 if you're listening to us right now and your curiosity is getting to you. Don't do it. I wouldn't do it. Just watch a fucking movie. Don't do it. Don't ruin the surprise. You know what I mean? Also, when I hear this stuff, like, there's a video. (laughs) There's an old video where uh, people are hiding in the dark and the door opens and one person comes out and one person starts screaming happy and another person slapped the shit out of her to stop her to, from ruining it because the person the birthday girl didn't walk in or <laughs> birthday boy i don't remember but i was like that makes that i have those feelings whenever i see these people like post shit or like just say shit where it's just like dude like it's like a surprise party like it's a surprise like i'm a little kid i want to be surprised don't tell me that there is a surprise party for me you know what i mean so it's like yeah i just dude fucking it's so bad well i'm sorry to tell you it's a surprise party for you this june (laughs) (laughs) oh god dude (laughs) that's funny i don't I don't know how I would react to that. Be like, uh, okay, Man, no. why? Or oh, don't do that. <laughs> it's like, I don't. Said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want a birthday party. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I, would, I don't know how I would react to a surprise birthday party. I really wouldn't. 
Because I haven't celebrated. <laughs> well, yeah, I would, like but at the at the same, you know me, I haven't celebrated like my birthday, I haven't celebrated Christmas. So like when I get things, like when you get me get, like when you've gotten me gifts, I've been like, oh my, you didn't need to. Like, it's like it's, it's just another day. So yeah, <laughs> you, 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 you're gonna show up. You're gonna like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna like it. You're gonna wear the fucking birthday hat. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right and the reason why i brought that up was because like i don't again if you can yeah if you're curious i'd avoid it i was making more of a of like a psa of like there's yeah. there's reasons why don't reveal certain things and like i said right. this thing it didn't take a it didn't take away from my experience of the movie but deep down part of it would have been really cool to see this person show up not be not knowing they were going to show up and i'm like oh come on right. again it didn't take away my experience whatsoever but Again, I digress. But anyway, so yeah, so, so anyway, also too, one thing I will say before we get a review, I know we're kind of like, this is, that's the show, we're rambling. I'm not going to lie. We got there early, bro, Joe. Me and they got there early. And guess what? They didn't have the fucking popcorn buckets from Doom 2. I, bro, I was so mad. mad. <laughs> I was so excited. Dude, I was, I was looking bad. around, man. We were so, bro, I was like, me and Nick were like, today's the day, man. We're getting our Dune 2 buckets. Fuck the movie. We're getting the actual. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was flashlight buckets. Let's go. Brought my own butter. <laughs> oh, my God. And I brought the lotion. <laughs> bro, and we, we were like in there. And people, there were like kind of special Dune cups. And it was like, okay, I guess that's that's all we get. Because we're just boring ass Arizona or some shit. <laughs> and <laughs> so then we're, we're watching the movie. We're having a good time. And we're walking out like, oh, wow, that was really good. No, 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 that was, that was really good. And then there's this dude in front of us. And I'm just staring at him and he's walk, as he's walking past. I was like. He has the fucking bucket. Mm-hmm. I, what? Yeah. Like he, he was the only person. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, I want to whip his ass and take the bucket. <laughs> it's the only one. I, I know I can do it. He's, he's wearing a sling on his arm. I, I so it's at least like 50-50 now. <laughs> I think I can take him, man. What's got, what got there, cuz? <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, let me guy. hold that for you. <laughs> hey, man, let me hold that for you real quick. Bro, I was ready to a hit and run, bro. Like, you know what, man? Distract him. I'll get the bucket. Some Ocean's Eleven type shit. Get the bucket. What, happened, what, what you got to <laughs> yeah, do is, especially since he's in the sling, this because now it's like he he hella can't do nothing now. You walk up gonna... behind him and you just you just kick his back knee and gently, and he's gonna tip over. While he's tipping over, you stand over him, grab the bucket before he falls down, and then run off. He's gonna be a little discombobulated and confused because he's gotta like you know he kind of fell backwards on his feet, so he's gotta like struggle to get them back over he doesn't know which direction you went you already in the car driving home with the bucket man you back in bed by like eight i thought you were gonna i thought you were gonna approach uh like riley from the boondocks like hey could a nigga borrow french fries (laughs) 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 like hey can a nigga bomb that real quick The, uh, well, I think you have a karate kid. Sweep, sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I, if, I was, we can't yeah, do- we- <laughs> if we can't dodge a ball, he can't dodge a wrench. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can't dodge a bucket. And I, was, dude, I got me and Nick were like at the early dude. We're like we in line, bro. They didn't have any buckets. 
again, every time this one guy have it, Bad. I'm like, oh, how the fuck did you get that bucket, man? Um, because like even the theater by the Regal by me doesn't get him. I'm like, it must be an AMC exclusive only. That yeah, was, probably. I'm, Bro, but the the heart the, the the disappointment that me and Nick had had on our faces. We walked up. We're like, oh, here's a poster. I'm mean, like, fuck your poster. I, yeah, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, who the who do you think you are? Strutting your <laughs> stuff. Where did that you get all to bucket in front of us like that? Like we ain't shit. <laughs> I will somebody. <laughs> Dude, I will. Um, I will forgive you. <laughs> Bro, when I, when I tell you my weekend was ruined, my weekend was ruined after that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, I'm not, uh, and it's, it's funny, bro. On, on eBay, people are selling for like 40, 50 bucks. I'm just like, shame on y'all. And this one guy says, selling my, selling my Dune 2 bucket, hashtag lightly used. Oh, hell nah. And I'm oh, like, I- Hey man, I wouldn't buy no, I don't no want Doom that one on now. eBay. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want that one now. I want they mine could. straight from the movie theater. Exactly. Someone says I got I got one from Thailand, bro. What? What? Like they're oh, like, oh heck no. Nah. But we could. But Thailand got <laughs> it. But Harkins, Arizona to get it. What the fuck? <laughs> man, this dude, is so that reminds crazy. me. Years ago, there was like this AMC like special cup, and I really wanted it, and I got to move this to like. And you were like, damn. I forget, what. I forget which movie it was, but man, yeah, I really wanted it. It was for the it was for the ICs, you know. So oh yeah, the cool ones back in the day. Yeah, it was the really cool ones, yeah. you know, the graphic ones, and it had yeah, like it was cool. I, I, I think it might be was it for Star Wars then. I don't Imagine. remember because they also had like a special straw with it too. I think it was the lightsaber like straws, and then like the little cups for the first like remake of the first continuation. The what was it? The Star Wars what? Um, Force Awakens. where they introduced Riley. Uh, Riley. Force Awakens, uh, right? Force Awakens, yeah. Yeah, Force Awakens. I think it was that one or something. It was something like that where they had like the special cups. It was either like Seven Eleven or AMC that had these like special cups or ICs. I really wanted it. Couldn't get it. Seven Eleven. That's crazy. You remember right. when movies remember <laughs> teamed up with Seven Eleven? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, had that, a- I, I don't yeah. remember that at all. Oh, wait, I you don't Iron remember Man that, one. dude. They, had, they yeah, one. movies, movies, because you know, Seven Eleven sells ICs, and you know, you could just go to the store whenever, you know, instead of going to the movie. But I also encourage people to go see a movie because, fucking dude, that's fucking awesome. So Seven Eleven sometimes, from time to time, they had like special like cups, the uh, from certain movies. So like if the movie really wanted it, they team up, and then they even had like commercials for it too, where you'd be like, oh, I gotta go to Seven Eleven. They had no, that's Iron... pretty cool. No, I didn't know that. They had no, an Iron Pro crazy. They had an Iron Man helmet one for the first one. I wanted it so badly, but like nowhere in Chicago had it for some reason. I, don't, I was so pissed. I wanted this thing so badly. But yeah, there was a seven. There was an Iron Man one. A cool, cool few Iron Man ones. Incredible Hulk one. And hmm. I remember, like, I remember. Oh, I, think... I remember seeing. I saw someone that owned this one time walking. I was like, what the. F- fuck is that i was so, <laughs> i was so mad when my dad threw my now my 7-eleven ones like dad no they're collectibles <laughs> <laughs> i was like no oh, but I, got, I mean i mean once you used a couple times they, they, they definitely got kind of just like you know they got they got used i'll tell you that they got like you know but like i, I had a cool 7-Eleven, iron man one i had a credible hulk one like the great lenticular and stuff 
and that was really cool. But yeah, man. So unfortunately, to our viewers, we let y'all down. We not get the Dune two buckets. Well, not yet, at yeah. least. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> not the yet. search continues. Search continues, man. Dune, th- Dune three. Where the fuck is my bucket? Dune three. <laughs> right this time, it's gonna be a cup. It's just you stick your face in it. <laughs> the fucking worm. <laughs> bigger worm, bigger the hole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, let's get let's get let's get into this review before we lose the listener. <laughs> y'all is crazy. Y'all is crazy, I'm a, man. I'm a man y'all is crazy, right. man. man. Y'all is crazy, man. Do three, oh. three, three XL the bucket. <laughs> God Do three the fucking casting, uh, the casting worm. Anyways, I'm a top. The casting worm. I hate you. <laughs> oh my god. All right, so again, Dune two. This is the continuation of the Dune, the first. One by the great Denis Villeneuve, starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, and a whole bunch of A-list actors. Dune 2 takes place right after the first one, where Paul Atreides unites with Shawnee and the Fremen while seeking revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family. A movie that I think all of us have been excited for. Again, we're big Denis Villeneuve fans. This whole episode is dedicated to his films. But more importantly, our, our Dune 2 review. Nick, my friend, I remember seeing Dune 2 with you, Kaylin, Zeta, back at the Boo Boo S IMAX a few years ago. I know walking out, you love the first one. So what were your thoughts on Denis' you know, continuation of his of this franchise? I liked it a lot. Um, this is going to be tough because I'm going to try not to spoil it, but it was it was really cool to see just the Paul Atreides character in this kind of new stage in his life. And it was it was cool to see him try to figure out like which like which path do I take? And it was really, really cool to see the path that he did take. And it was it, it makes me really wanna um it just really excited me. It was it was really cool to see just the the choices that he make and you can only kind of like infer as to like why he made them. But um that was fascinating. Uh, the the new character by uh, that's played by Austin Butler was was pretty interesting. Um, he was really cool. He was really cool. He had a really cool like kind of black and white sequence. Mm-hmm. They kind of showed in the trailers a little bit. That was dope. Um, uh, da, 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 da. And yeah, and like even uh, the the mom, she kind of. She kind of goes down a certain path, which was which was really interesting uh, to see. But o- overall, like I loved it. It's still and it. I, I said this in the out of theater review. It felt like they just started filming like the very next day. You know what I mean? Like they they didn't miss a yeah. beat. It was just kind of like they picked up right where they left off, and you know, it just um, it, it had the same. Uh, magic for lack of of a better term that the first one did you know so that was just that was very nice because I was kind of nervous like oh man like I hope they don't kind of I hope it doesn't like uh, slack off or kind of lessen in quality or whatever because like they kind of had to wait a little bit to make it but it was you know like I said it was like they just picked up right where they left off it was like they didn't miss a beat so that was just it was great and it was just a great experience also I loved it I think what you said spot on was that, you know, this the first one, it still kind of baffles me. And I get a lot of things factored into this, but Denis has a great track record. And we'll get into this with our, with our tier list after we do our review is that, mm-hmm. you know, this guy doesn't have a bad film in his, in his filmography. 
And again, his movies haven't been commercial successes, unfortunately. My my beloved Blade Runner 2049 did not do well. You know, Arrival did okay. Again, these are all movies that have done box office okay, but have gotten like critical acclaim, like from Prisoners to Enemy to Sicario to Arrival to Blade Runner to Dune to Dune Part 2. His movies have definitely captured film, you know, us, you know, the film, the film buffs, the, mm-hmm. like, the movie lovers. And you're, and it's to me, it's like when they greenlit Dune, the first one, they didn't, they didn't greenlit a, a sequel. And they were like, we're going to wait until this movie comes out. And then we're, we're going to go from there. Yeah, they wanted to see how it performed first. And it's like, but they knew going in, they're making one out of, now, back then it was one out of two. Now they're making one out of three. Now the yeah. trilogy. Yeah, that's the thing. Because even um, when, when I saw the first one for the first time, it, it said like part one at the beginning or something. I was like, uh-huh. That's, that's mighty confident. Because like last, it wasn't, um, um, it wasn't announced that they were going to do a part two. And then like, I was watching this one. I was watching part two thinking that this was the the conclusion to it. And like the, when, when it ended, I was like, okay, huh? That's the, that's kind of cool. Wow, that's, 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 that's an inter- interesting way to, to, to end the story. And then, you know, the movie ended and Doug, like you just said, you were like, no, they're doing a part three. And I was like, oh, oh shit. Okay, cool. You know, obviously I'm on board and because like the, the way it ended, I was like, oh, wow, I can't, you know, I, I'm, you know, I wonder like what, what happens next. And, you know, now that they're doing a part three, I'm really excited because now I get to see what happens next. So I'm, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to that. It, um, it's, yeah, go ahead, Joe. Sorry, interjector. We're still recording, right? Because for me, Craig, did, did, did you see that too, Joe? Yeah, I saw that too. Yo. I know all my story 100% where we're still recording. Oh, that's, 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 that's why I paused for a second because I, I was like, okay. That's weird. I didn't oh, see that. It's never, well, that's weird. Yeah, it's still Yeah, it, it legit showed that Whoa, like, he laughed. Okay. So we're still recording. I, I, I just I wanted I to make 100% sure. Yo. No, you're good. It happened to me. I was like, oh my God. I thought it was going to the Matrix for a second, man. I saw the, the 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 green ones and zeros for a second above my computer. I was like, "Huh? Oh my I heard, gosh!" I heard that. Uh, I heard that pause too, because right? I, I was like, "What the fuck?" And then uh, I heard you pause. I was like, "So I'm not the only one that saw yeah. this." It's Skynet. I, I was looking around my room, man. I was like, "Yo, what's going on here, boy? I don't like this, man. What's going on, man? I got a bad feeling about this, don't. man. Turn light on, boy." Don't turn around. <laughs> Keep looking at oh that my screen. god, AI's taking over. Put that webcam on. Put that webcam on. Y'all seen y'all that can... movie Unfriended? Oh fuck that! No hell oh, no. Oh god, yeah, like oh, turn that computer oh, off. So right. bad. Oh god, god down that computer right there. That movie was wild, man. I was like, oh, well, I can't believe y'all. Oh, All right, yeah. uh, I'm gonna let y'all continue. No, th- thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Mr. Producer. <laughs> no, we appreciate it. <laughs> that been hell embarrassing. We're like, wait, it's Dune two. Wait, it's, wait, 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 wait. Um, <laughs> we did. We, oh, shit. <laughs> um, you know, so I think what to add to your point, Nick, was that so this little kind of again for a little quick little you know backstory for me is that I got to see this the first one at a test screening during covid with my dad where they like had all of us like spread apart we couldn't be near mm. anyone and we didn't know what we were seeing until we got into the theater and it was like you're seeing dune dune and i was like oh my god fuck let's go because remember yeah. dune was supposed to come out 2020 
because of COVID, they pushed it back a whole year. So I saw with my I saw it at a test screen with my dad October 2020, and we were NDA'd for a full year. And I was like, damn, I can't wait to talk about this movie. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved, loved Denis. I love you know I love sci-fi. And so when I I remember this because when when we first saw it, they didn't put part one at the test screening. It was just Dune. And then I saw it again with you, Kalen, and Zeta. And they added Dune Part One. Yeah, and, that's why I was like, "Yo, hold up!" And like, was, bo- both both movies had a were, were telling me I had a sequel, and I didn't, right. I didn't, I didn't even realize it at the time. That's crazy. It's it's weird because also they're not even near like being starting Dune Three or Dune Messiah, whatever the third one's called. And it's like, huh? You would think you had this whole story. You would think you have a trilogy planned out, and you have Denis, who is probably one of the most sought-after filmmakers right now of our time. Yeah, you, you, you think him. he'd be doing like a Lord of the Rings Loki, where he's just right. always filming because it seems like they always know that they're gonna get a sequel, right? So why yeah. not just kind of you know keep keep the ball rolling on that? I wonder. Like yeah, right. Like why why just film everything back to back? I and wonder then, is it I wonder Loki is that to 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 like literally stretch it out like give it more time on purpose just to build up more anticipation for it that way each movie feels more like an event cuz it's like yeah we're making y'all wait years to see this movie but even then it's like but also Loki just just do a Lord of the Rings just just do right. it all at once uh, also, uh, you got to remember that there's been movies where they spaced it with the years, but because of the actors aged, it's really hard to continue a story for like the viewers. You know what I mean? Where you're watching, damn, dude, like you're trying to make it seem like it's only been a year for these guys. And like, you can tell it the age is getting to them. So I felt like maybe that's also why, you know, like, you know, since the story's so big and wide. They don't want too much time to show up on these actors. And also, as time goes on, certain actors lose interest in certain types of movies, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, we've seen movies where we love certain characters, but the actors don't want to return to it because either it's been too much time or they just lost interest or they're doing another movie. So, you know what I mean? And, again, I mean, to to your point, I mean, I, I agree with that, Joe, because, yeah, you're right, because I definitely get to Nick's point, too, is that when the movie starts off, it it's right it's right when the first one right when the first one uh, ends, and which again for a movie that took again this movie was filmed before COVID the first one, and then this one was filmed like 2021, 2022, I believe so all of that year and then a little bit earlier last year so like they had time but you would think a movie with this spectacle this kind of just like cast who you would you would bunker them down because again like you said again again it's like a, Mar- like a Marvel movie, like a Lord of the Rings, like a Harry Potter, a lot of those were filmed back to back to back to back because, again, you got to gotta capitalize and optimize your actors, utilize them as much as you can before they go off and do other movies, obviously. You know, Timothy Chalamet did a couple of movies in between these movies, in between Dune 1 and Dune 2. But again, also, too, that was a studio. Again, also, Dune, when the first Dune was being made, it was made by two regimes of WB before this one. Like it was not the last one; it was the one before that. So like they went through three different studio heads to now, and again, also Dune. The first one had a problem, 
and I get it. I, I'm the one that's kind of like the one that was like, no, that was stupid. But when HBO Max did that stupid, stupid thing of like, hey, guess what, guys? Our 2020 release calendar, we're going to put everything on streaming day of the movie, uh, day of the theaters. And I'm like, you just sabotage your own movies. You sabotage mm-hmm. your you sabotage your, your own your own box office. And again, those people are all fired and gone now because of a stupid-ass move. But Dune was one of those victims. And Dune luckily, luckily got, despite having a day-and-day release, it made money. Did it make the amount of money that it probably should have been? No, but it did make money. But a lot of people did wanted to watch it at home because we were still in COVID. It were, we, people were getting vaccinated. People were coming out of the pandemic. But again, people were just like, "I'm cool. I'm gonna watch this two and a half hour epic of a sci-fi movie at my own ha- at my own apartment." And I was the one see, seeing it a year ago. I was like, "No, no, no, no. See in theater. See in IMAX. Go go to the biggest theater you can. Gotta go for it." And I, I again, it made money. But again, it was still kind of weird that you didn't have this planned out. And now Dune Part 2 coming out, it's doing really well, tracking really well, the amazing critic reviews. So here, here's where I, I stand on this movie myself. I agree. I think Nick and I were on the same page. Like We think we, we both liked it as good as the first. Um, I think I liked it a bit better because I like the revenge aspect. I like the Empire Strikes Back kind of feeling to it. Because when you watch it, you definitely feel the themes of like Empire Strikes Back. Um, to, again, I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, but the two, the two towers, you kind of feel like kind of like bridge the next one. Um, you said it, you're not a Lord of the Rings fan? Never have, man. I never oh, been a Lord man. of the Rings fan. Sorry, bro. <laughs> the, Surprise! Dr. Johnson was like, I beg Blast your pardon. I tried. I Blast beg your pardon. You're, I've got it. I'm so disappointed in you, Doug, and you know this. I'm I very know. disappointed in you. I've got it. Jones, Douglas, Douglas, Douglas Jones. I know, I know. Sh- Explain sh- yourself, please. I I, so- I, I, I come with open ears. I promise. Totally. I think you know, as a kid, they were they were coming out, and I think my cousins really liked them, and I think my dad did too, maybe. But you know, at the time, it was like that or Harry Potter. I just gravitated to Harry Potter a lot more, given that it was getting closer to my age. You know, given the closer I was Harry's age, whatever. And then as a kid, I was like, I don't get Lord of the Rings. I thought they were very long. I thought they were very boring. I know, I know, I'm gonna hate for this right now. I take. But then I watched them again, and I think I saw the first one with jo- oh, the first Hobbit with Joe and a few other friends. And I'm guilty of this. I don't really do this often, but I think I was just tired from like, the sleepover we had the night before with you know, me and Joe and the gang at the time and I fell asleep and mm. I was and I remember Joe was like shame on you fell asleep during this movie <laughs> and I was like bro I was so tired I was like exhausted and I don't know I just never and I watched them again when I was in high school didn't get into them and I think I watched the Hobbits and all the you know Twin Towers uh, Fellowship of the Ring whatever all movies and I was like I, I just couldn't connect with them for some reason I think they're beautifully made I think the spectacle of them are fantastic I think everyone is acting their ass off but for some reason I just couldn't get into them and that's why I can't get into Game of Thrones for some reason I've tried Game of Thrones like 10 different times I tried each time I'm like I'm good I, I can't get into it I know Z loves House of Dragons I, I for some reason the that fantasy element stories like the dragons and stuff like that boom I, I, know. I know i know i mean people are like what fuck this show but like i i'm sorry yeah again i'm not trying to shit on anybody there's not for me and i've tried and i've tried 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 watching game of thrones and lord of the rings and you know i just can't get into them for some reason again i'm not saying they're bad movies 
there's not for me. There, I, 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 cannot connect, I cannot, you know, just like grab on something that I'm like, oh, I love these movies. I don't know what it is. I, I can't connect with them. Maybe, 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 I, maybe if I get older, they might grow on me. But having seen them a couple times now and trying, like, I remember trying to watch them during COVID. I was like, I can't get through these movies, man. I just can't get through them. And <laughs> um, I just go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry, I thought you're you're about oh, to twin, finish again. Sorry, twin towers. Sorry, 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 thank you, Nick. My bad. Two towers, not twin towers. Different. Yeah, movies. I was. Two I was, towers. I wasn't gonna say anything. Two towers. Um, That's a different movie. <laughs> That's a completely different movie. That's, That's called a the documentary. Walk. It's called the walk. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say that's fine. Um, you disappoint me, you break my heart, but that's mainly because, but but that's different because a lot of people are into a lot of things. Like, there's a lot of people out there. Oh my god, you have Green Book on Voodoo. I gotta watch that. Um, sorry, <laughs> looking for my one and one for later. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Right. Um, shit, <laughs> distracted myself. Uh. A lot of people are into a lot of different things. Like, I know some people that will only watch, like, horror and comedy. I know a lot of other people that won't watch any type of comedy and will. Sometimes it's like, so a lot of different people are into different things. Like, you're more into sci-fi things and more fantasy, where I am, like, I love sci-fi. I love fantasy. I love all these type of things where it's like magic dragon fuck yeah like you know what i mean like that was that nerdy kid that was like fucking lasers and dragons like that's everything i never needed like you know what i mean so but like a, a lot of people are into like a lot of different things so it's it's mind-blowing that you really don't like them but at the same time it's understandable because it, fantasy isn't something for you like you don't like fantasy you know what i mean like you're not Someone that would watch like a fantasy type movie. You're more willing to watch like sci-fi thriller and stuff like that. So yeah, and it's so weird given that I love Harry Potter. Like I love Harry Potter so much, and I just I don't know why for some reason that Lord of the Rings didn't translate the same way to me. And yeah, I'm not with people saying, "Man, these movies fucking suck. Like they're so bad." No, I'm not saying that in the slightest. Like, I think these, it's these mainly because movies... of Emma Watson. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was a kid. I, I wanted to be Harry. I wanted to be Harry Potter so badly, bro. As a kid, I was like, I want, I want, to go, I want to go to Hogwarts and be, have a. I want, I want no, yeah, I was the same way, man. My grandma took me and my cousin to try to see it in theaters, bro, and it was just like, like I didn't realize that Scar was a lightning bolt when I was a kid. Yeah. That, like we, we thought it was oh, an yeah. end. So like I thought, I felt like extra special. I was like, it's an end for Nicholas on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, hey, we yeah, Harry Potter. I was like, that's me right there. What if, what I if, thought what you were gonna say something else. <laughs> what, if, what, if, what, if, what if Nick is like, wait, maybe I'm the chosen one? And there's a whole like Hamble Burris, like looking at the hands, Jeff. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's like whenever you catch something, you start doing the Spider-Man fucking. Yeah, you're like, wait a second. But yeah, they're not. They're 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 incredibly made movies. You know, Peter Jackson. Yo, obviously, like those movies are just made incredibly well. Yeah, and, he put his foot in those movies. Oh, he literally. So it's it's like I don't know for some reason. Again, for some reason, it's fa sometimes fantasy does work for me. But no matter how hard I try, Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings have never kind of like connected with me the way I, other people have. And I'm kind of jealous in a way. I, I want to be, you know, with um. I just I don't know. There's not for me. But again, watching this though felt like watching, from what I've heard. 
Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, definitely Empire Strikes Back for me for sure. Oh yeah, that kind of like that that epic cinematic grandiose exactly. event type feel. You're talking about that where it's like, oh, I can feel the, the I can feel the weight of this movie. Exactly. This this isn't just this isn't a movie. It's a film. Film. It's the experience. <laughs> it's the experience. It's <laughs> just all up in your girl's ear. It's not a movie. <laughs> it's a film. <laughs> It's like, an experience, and like your your hairs go up, the spidey senses tingle. Yeah, <laughs> and <She's>, ah. <laughs> you're right. You're right, Nick. No, it's definitely pure cinematic inversion. You know, we saw it on IMAX. So I saw it on IMAX, and unfortunately, I mean, we screening was the one nine zero, which is really cool. It's still IMAX, but the real way to see it. I know, Joe. I'm sorry to hear, say this to you because you already know how Navy Pier IMAX is gone. But like, if you have a seventy millimeter. IMAX 143, you got to see in that format. If you're in the AZ area, we, AZ Mills has this. So if you, want, if you want to go see it again, if you haven't seen it yet, definitely go see it in the 143 70mm uh, IMAX. It's the way that Denis filmed it on. If you saw like Oppenheimer, same kind of format, 143 film. Um, so I'm, I'm a little bummed that we didn't see that in the format, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. A lot of people, when we walked out, I'm not going to lie, people were saying, this is, the, this, is, this is his masterpiece. This is a perfect film. I still think Denny's masterpiece is Blade Runner 2049. And I'll stand by that any day of the week. You know, like the next day after like we were like watching the TV spots, people were like, this is a perfect movie. This is a masterpiece. And I'm like, I I I see where you where you would where you would say that, but I don't feel the same way. But it's still it's still a very good movie. Like I like maybe a bit better than the first. And out of the reaction, I said, this is a masterclass in directing, cinematography, and score. Again, this proves that why Denis is one of the best working filmmakers of all time. Why right now he's kind of like, I think up there with Chris Nolan and other filmmakers that why he's one of the best filmmakers working today. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he's able to tell these full story spectacles on this same level with no feeling of, 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 of like repetition or scene or like sense of slowing down. Like, it amazes me that like he hits after... Fire after fire, this arrival, Dune, Blade Runner, Sicario, Prisoners. Like, we're seeing a filmmaker in his prime right now, and it's remarkable to see that, like, he gets better as a filmmaker as he progresses. And to me, the thing that really is the heart of this movie as well is the is the cinematography by Greg Frazier. He had the first Dune, the Batman, Rogue One, and I think he shot half of the creator. I think his uh, mm. apprentice did the rest of the half of the cinematography on that. Um, and he's becoming one of the best cinematographers. I think he won an Oscar for the first dude, and rightfully so. But like the way he's able to capture these IMAX scenes and like the spectacle, of the de- desert and the space and you know, Arrakis itself and the planet and all the planet of like the Harkonnen planet is just a masterful job capturing the world and the world building stuff like that. And I do think that he's probably one of the few cinematographers that could capture this level of filmmaking. I do think that Roger Deakins, who I love, could have done the same thing, but. Greg Frazier shoots the hell out of this movie, as did the first one, as did Batman. It's incredible. I don't know about you, Nick, but I think this is one of my new favorite Hans Zimmer scores because it's kind of mm. like a blend of like the first Dune, Dark mm-hmm. Knight Rises, and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Like the uh, like the synth at times, kind of like the techno that, uh, and like yeah. the I heard like the remember that theme for Dark Knight Rises where he goes say say chaka fuck it, that one that, that, that kind of like yeah, the yeah 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 I heard some of that during a rebellion scene, and I was like, wait a second. Hmm. Are you reusing Dark Knight Rises music for a second? <laughs> wait a second. Um, this man was cutting corners. 
it's cutting corners, man. Like, hey, man, here's our budget. Do your best. <laughs> it's it's the score is epic, and like seeing an IMAX, you feel the score in your seat. Like, RC's like, like shaking and rumbling, similar to like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, yeah. and it's really cool how much the music adds to the story overall. Uh, you know, Paul's arc, Chani's arc, um, the world of the Harkonnen, like the battles, the journey, like they all. It's just it, it's a character of its own. What I yeah. really liked a lot was Zendaya's again the story about revenge. Obviously, I love, but like I really liked that because the first one people were kind of pissed. Like, yo, Zendaya barely in this movie, and it's like true. But if you see the first movie, her her arc really shines in this movie like a lot more than the first. They they tease they, they tease us a little bit in the first movie, but as as Chani because like she was definitely used a lot. She definitely used the first one. She definitely was used as more like a storytelling tool. Of like foreshadowing what's to come and like she has a lot to offer because I feel like in the first one we only see her basically in flashbacks till the very end of the movie or sorry visions I would say visions of the of, of you know, Paul's dreams or whatever but she has a lot more to do in this and I think this might be her best performance of hers like of her career so far because like to me I haven't been sold of her as an actress just yet I think she's getting better and better with like Spider Man's Dunes. Yeah, what's goes on and on. I'm but, sorry, but her performance and um, shit. What's the fucking show? Oh, sorry, Euphoria. 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 She's great. She's great in Euphoria. She's Celtic. phenomenal for it, and she's getting she better. She sold me there. Okay, that's that's okay. Because Dope. you know, because you know, with Spider Man, she's kind of like, yo, I'm too cool to be here kind of character, and I was like, that's not really doing anything for me. But I think she had, she had a big shine in obviously No Way Home. And again, she acts the hell out of Euphoria. She's phenomenal in Euphoria. Yeah, she, she killed it there. You were right. That's when I was like, kind of late. To, I, watched, I watched Euphoria pretty late in the game. But like when I got to it, I was like, I see it now. Now I get it. I thought she was great in the first Dune, despite the small role. And I thought she's phenomenal in this. This really is her. her she owns this, her performance. And, you know, I think because like, because she's proving that she's got what it takes to be a top and A-list actress. And I, I thought that what her character goes through was frustrating, devastating, and powerful. Because there's a great mm -hmm. there's a great callback to the first movie during a battle scene. But like mm -hmm. the way she kind of like maneuvers does it is really cool and spot on from the first movie. I was like, yo, that's sick. And I, I'm kind of seeing this on other people's reviews or podcasts is that people are kind of ragging on Dave Bautista. I thought that his expansion of his character in this was great. I thought that he was also like kind of like Zendaya. He was used a little bit in the first movie for like to serve the bigger purpose of this story. But like I like that he definitely had more screen time in this one. I also like that Denis kind of showed him as a bit of a fuck up and a coward this time mm -hmm. around because like we on screen he acts all like you know tough and stuff the first one, but this one he's a bit of a bitch. Like he's a coward. <laughs> like he's like he like like bro what at. I think this too. I thought it's the Joel recently. I still think he's the best wrestler turned actor working right now, and that's no diss to John I, Cena. No, I or, agree with that, right? Like, no, I, I highly know. agree with that. I love yeah. John Cena. I love The Rock. You know, but as actors, talent wise, uh, he's uh, a guy. Because also he he, he was in Blade Runner. He's a guy. Like yeah. We, like when he was in Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine, that sold yeah. me right there. I was like, wow, because yeah, it, Dwayne it, Johnson and John Cena are not doing this. It, we're, if you we're know, gonna we, be we, honest, with respect, with respect. 
Yeah, if we're going to be honest, when it comes to, like, if we're looking at these three as actors in their movies, a lot of people are going to pick The Rock and John Cena's funny movies, where they're not serious. Yeah. I don't even think John Cena has a serious movie. Um, but You're saying uh, vac- well, Vacation Friends is not serious? <laughs> definitely not. Um uh, but but when it comes to like talent has an actual I don't want to say as an actual actor that's disrespectful. When it comes to having, nah, uh, no, I don't because, because actors even if they don't do serious movies, they're still actors. They still act. You know, I don't want to diminish what they've done. Um, there you go. There you go. Respect. So when it comes to having raw talent and being able to do different types of movies Bautista has more of that talent John Cena has only done comedies you know he started off as an extra and you know he's gone into his own I'll say that but Bautista was on Smallville oh really yeah he was on Smallville he was in an episode of Smallville. I think it was like season five or six, like one of That's the one of the early episodes. I started watching around fucking five or six, and oh. it was too many. And My it was, it was during stuck his stuck to too. So he was like, this was when he was like three hundred fucking pounds, bro. He was huge. He was a, mm. he was meat. Nothing but yeah. he was insane. It was like, oh my gosh. But back to what I was saying, uh, you know, like John Cena has gone into his own. Obviously, The Rock has gone into his own. But no one says like, "Oh man, I love this super serious rock movie." You know what I mean? Like yeah. Bautista as a serious actor, you know, who 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 does like serious undertone characters, but also does comedy and you know is reaching out into different branches of acting and film. Like he has a lot better talent. He's doing really well. The Rock and 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 John Cena, on the other hand, they only draw me in for the comedy. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are the same way because I've seen a, a few serious movies with Dwayne. You know, I don't want to keep saying Rock. Um, a few <laughs> he, of his early on in his. his up. He's on one with A twenty four currently. Oh yeah, that's right with the Safety the Safety brother. Yeah. What movie? He's doing like some like drama, gritty drama, like a, like a UFC about, fight about or like or wrestling or, so, or UFC. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. And we'll that- see. Uh, but like I'm saying, like you know, early on in his you know is in his filmographies, you know, if you if you look, like none of his serious movies stick out like i've seen them you know my family is a giant you know we're a giant you know watching used to watch wwe and so my dad my brother we've seen his earlier movies especially the serious ones too and just none of them stick out so when it comes to talent as a serious actor as you know being able to branch into different territories i feel like bautista is doing that a lot better Mm -hmm. oh yeah I, I, it proves again, like it's it's really cool to see like how how much like the need again. I think like really when you when we saw like you said Nick when we saw him in Blade Runner twenty four nine you're like oh shit like he even though it was a small role like he does don't he does bring a lot you know to that to that role and I do think that with Dune one again with this Dune one and I do think with like Knock at the Cabin like 
like he's showing his range. I do think that Denis knows how to like get a great performance out of him in, in these both these movies, but also again a small role in Blade Runner. And I get it's not a spoiler if y'all know see the movie now about it's been three years that I think we all knew that Josh Brolin was gonna come back in this one because like we never saw his death on screen compared to like other characters. So like I knew he's coming back, but like I really did like that like they brought him back. They didn't bring him back too early or too soon, but like when they brought him back in this movie, the way they did it, I was like, I liked that a lot. And like seeing his arc from through on, from like seeing how where he we left him the first one, I love that like how like he wanted to like come back for like blood, like he was in a he was in a rage, and I and I love seeing that kind of side of Josh Brolin because he's a phenomenal actor. I think you might notice this too, Nick. There was definitely a lot more humor in this one than the last one. It was, oh, yeah. It, it, it was, it was, it was, it was some more like levity to it. It wasn't quite yeah. as serious as as the first one was. And Javier Bardem, who's a phenomenal actor, phenomenal actor. He's my favorite Bond villain to this day. I thought Ooh, yeah. he was. He, I thought he was great. Again, he's great in the first one, despite the small role. But he has a lot to offer in this one because of like he wants he got who what he sees Paul as by also training him too. I like that, like his expansion of his character and like the love and awe he has for his people and the mythology and the Messiah, and it's so yeah. important to himself. I do think that his humor, to your point, brought more, you know, more, more kind of like the human nature to it too. Yeah, it wasn't as uptight as the first one was, but like when the jokes were happening, we were all laughing pretty hard. It was they, they, yeah. they were they were placed pretty good. They weren't like oh look worm haha joke. It was they were placed pretty well, and I do think that like to your point, the first film was definitely missing some humor. And as we all go ahead. No, my bad. But you you were talking about like the kind of a uh, uh, mentor mentee relationship with the uh, with Javier Bardem and Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Like this might be kind of random, but it kind of reminds me of like it's kind of like a like a Neo Morpheus kind of thing where yes. it's like yes. like I'm gonna train you because I believe you are the one. I believe you're gonna mm-hmm. save all of us and everything like that. Hey, no, Denis would he? Oh my God! If you gave Denis Villeneuve a Matrix movie. Bro, tell me that wouldn't be fucking flames. Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. Astonishing. We should have had that in the last boo boo ass one we got a couple years ago, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, low key. Like it was it was kind of cool for what it was. It was like y- y'all introduced a bunch of cool ideas, but y'all kind of just like fumbled the bag on them. Bro, fumbled the fucking bag. It was like y- y'all 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 had potential but chose like not to utilize it. You know what I mean? Like I just kind of like half assed a little bit. Not not half fast, but it was just you 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 didn't fully explore it the way I wanted you to, you know what I mean? Like you you didn't take it there, in my opinion. And they wasted Keanu and Yaya Abdul Mantine. Like they they yeah. Wasted- like I'm like bro, because I'm your character doesn't even make any sense to me. You're more <laughs> you're a combination of Morpheus and Agent Smith, but you act like neither. And like you're this like oh man, let me put on this brightly colored suit or some shit i'm like what that's not even morpheus bro like why not just have where it's like I, like literally he's like morpheus's son so that's kind of why he acts like him like you know he was his father and he just like loved him and basically idolized him and like wanted to emulate him so like when the mission came to pull neo out of the matrix he obviously like hopped at the opportunity or some shit it's funny i don't if know you- there's a, there's a podcast I love, Double Toast. These guys, Corey and Martin, are so funny. And they review movies, like, really funny. And they were saying when, like, he's wearing that, like, the, that, that yellow suit. It was, like, he was a pimped-out version of the man the yellow hat from Curious George. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like... No, you know, I, I, he had I, some crazy suits. Yeah. 
I'm gonna rewatch that movie because I, I think I, I, think, I don't know why. I think I bought the collection of all four movies, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, whatever, sure. So I Series might rewatch one? it. No, 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 no. Matrix. <laughs> I was about to say, man. I got I own all four on 4K, and I was like, ah, get, I, I, bought, I bought the collection for like Cyber Monday a year or two ago. So I'll probably rewatch it eventually. But like, I was so kind of hurt where I was like, I wanted to like you guys. Just be better. <laughs> Just be better. Um. And you know what, too, as we all know, the production design in all his movies is super impressive. But, like, I think, like, the, 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 we brought up earlier, too, Nick, the black and white battle sequence on the uh, Harkonnen planet is so cool. It's yeah. so cool. And I can't wait to see that back in 70mm IMAX because, like, we saw, we saw Oppenheimer. We saw, we saw Oppenheimer. Like, it was cool seeing the black and white for the first time in IMAX. And it, like, it's like, in the way it was filmed, that is. And that was awesome. I think the production design is out of this world, clearly, because it's a different planet. But the transition that, like, when they go from color to black and white is so dope. And yeah, because it, like, it, it was just, like, really slow and, and really smooth. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what the hell is going on? Like, the atmosphere is changing. Like, it, it, it reminded me of, um, and I can't believe I'm about to use this as an example, but it reminded me of, of Thor Love and Thunder, where they had to go to, <laughs> like, that, that planet to fight to fight Gore the God Butcher played by Christian Bell and he was like there's no color there it's as if even color dares not to go there to that dimension or, or some shit like that like it was kind of like even even color is, is kind of too scared that's why it's just black that's why there's 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 no color like everything is kind of afraid to be here like this is just like some barbaric evil like bare bones type shit I actually, you know what? I despite our flaws in that movie, the black and white transition in Thor: Love Hunter was kind of dope too. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. You're right. It was right. it was a cool scene, but just in a whack movie. So it kind of just like brings down the coolness of the scene. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I do think that they use it way better in this, like how they use it too, like before, like like how they go into the battle scene, the Harkonnen planet was really cool, and I was like, all right, I'm with this. I'm with this. Yeah. Um, I think the first one, I think I had a problem with the pace at times, but this one I thought the pace, like if for a three hour movie, it flew by. Like it it flew by. And I was like, wow, I was very impressed of how much that Nikan took all this movie, all, all this movie, all this story in two in a three hour in a three hour runtime. I thought mm-hmm. it really well. And I do think he's very good at pace, whether it's Sicario, whether it's Blade Runner, whether it's um prisoners. Like he knows how to do pace very well. And to what to you know, to echo what you said you said too before is that I thought Austin Butler was great. I thought he was a great villain. Cause yeah, he he killed it. When he was casted, I was like, oh, again, he was good Elvis. He was I think he was amazing, but he was good Elvis. And I was like, I swear to God, if you do that Elvis voice in space, I'm watching he, that off No, he killed. When I saw him in Elvis, I was like, I could low-key see him as Superman. This was before David Cornsweet <laughs> was casted, but I was like, I was like, I could I could see him as Superman because I feel like he would just like do everything to try to embody the character of superman like how we did with elvis but like with this one with doom part two i'm like yo okay this dude is like he he has range man this was the one this was the one that this was the one that like this was his role and i'm glad he did this because again it shows his yeah, he showed his range and he brings like he was very menacing and there's certain things yeah like, and he didn't he didn't sound like elvis at all no dude and i was like thank god and i was like i was so worried i was like please please austin don't do the hey baby how's it going voice i'm like please please don't uh <laughs> he, he walks into the room he's like where's paul atreides uh, thank you very uh, much uh, 
I, I'm telling you, Nick, I've been like, I'm out. I would have been like, so I've been like, nah, I'm good. But no, he does a great job. He's very menacing and he brings mm-hmm. a lot of like threat and violence to like his character. I thought he did a great yeah. job. Uh, to end on my, it all has some cons on my good. I did like the hand to hand combat scenes, like the, the, the fighting again. Like the, the, the first one had really good, cool hand to hand fighting combat scenes. And the end, the, the fight with Butler and Chalamet was awesome awesome that was that was amazing that was oh my god bro oh because you felt like the you felt like the intensity of that scene and like the stakes of that scene uh-huh. and also too that not having any music yeah really works that was smart not having any music yeah. to the background because it, 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 it made it more like like it made it more visceral it made it more brutal you know yes, what i mean like exactly. with music it would have been like a little bit too like over dramatic it would have been like romanticized a little bit but like with this it was like like nah this isn't like th- this is we're 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 just we're fighting to kill right now. Yes, you right. The brutality, Nick, exactly said spot on. The brutality of it all is like holy shit, and you and you feel it too. The sounds and the fight choreography was done lawlessly, and I was like, I love this. I love that Denis, the way he shot it and the way that there was no music added to it. You felt like the intensity of it all. Although I had a lot of good a lot of pros of this movie, I have a few cons. I do have a lot of con- I do have a couple of cons. And the one, the one though, I do think that I didn't really care for was the the arc of Lady Jessica, his mom. I, I didn't. You, you wasn't that. feeling that. I was kind of feeling that. I, not really, because I mean, I obviously it was definitely teased in the first one in the, during his visions. Mm. Yeah. So like, I knew it was coming, but like, it didn't. The whole time I was like. Mm. Cause I liked I liked her dynamic with him in the first one a lot. Yeah, it just I felt like it was, it was so this was a, this is a one eighty, and I understand why because of like you no know, spoilers because of like what they set up obviously. Yeah, but you you like that? Because to me, I was like, yeah, really land with me. Yeah, because like I, I um I just like honestly, me I, I really just like dramatic turns. Like obviously, as, yeah. as long as it fits within the story, like you know, sometimes I like it when. Like one 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 of our friends in college, um, he was I had a writing class with him, and like he had this, he wrote this story, and like he had this happy ending. I was like, I was like, yeah, but what if it was, what if it ended, and it was just like all miserable and stuff at the end instead, hi, <laughs> because it just kind of the way it it, it just would have been like a more dramatic ending. And he was like, oh man, like you kind of don't like happy endings, do you? He just like all these like sad endings. It's <laughs> like it's not that I like sad endings. It's just like I feel like sometimes they can be a little bit more impactful. So like. You know, and also like it's 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 unexpected. Everybody wants and expects like the happy ending, but sometimes, you know, it's like the happy ending. I feel like it might betray the story a little bit. You know what I mean? So oh, with rightfully so. Yeah. So as 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 far as um Lady Jessica's character, like the the arc that she goes on in this movie, it is not at all an arc I expected to see from her but that's that's kind of why i liked it it was like oh this is this is completely different and i'm i'm excited to see where it goes and even even like it was like i i disagree with what she's doing but i'm intrigued as to like i I like i want to see like how far it goes into like i can kind of see like why she's why she's doing i could kind of see the like i could see an argument for it even though like i personally disagree but that's also what's kind of interesting about it right because it's like okay dang i want to 
you know, um, it's like you said, like Gene Wilder said, and, and Willie Wonka is like, the suspense is killing me. I hope it'll <laughs> last. So it was like, well, man, this I, I didn't expect this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, I was, um, I was, I was, uh, I fucked with it. I like that. Maybe I like, maybe I'll, you make a very good point. I can argue with that. I do think that maybe I like it a bit more in the third movie. Maybe, maybe it'll work with me more. But like, it definitely, there's parts where like at the end, it worked with me, like where she was, something mm -hmm. like that. At first, I was like, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know. But it might grow on me. Maybe watching it again, I might have more appreciation for it. Or it might, like, I might <laughs> like even more with the, with the third movie. And again, I, I, you're right. Not everything is a happy ending. I think that Nee is very kind of like, he's known for that too. Is like, we've seen a lot of his movies, how they end. Just like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it makes sense. Um, uh, go ahead. I was, go ahead. <laughs> I don't want to be mean. You guys are going on very intricate conversations about this. So I I understand the review. I feel like plus it's getting late. It's like nine zone now. And how how long are we recording now at this point with the the first yeah, part dude, of our I know. I know, but Yeah. I, I know. I just saying like you guys are talking never mind. I'm just want to check. Yeah, no, no, you're right. that's that's our bad, bro. Sorry, sorry. No, I, I have a few, I'll, I'll, I'll have a few cons. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Um, so, so again, nothing to as we all know too. I'm not Timothy Chalamet fan at all. Again, hot take. I don't think he's a good actor, and I think he's some of the weakest parts of these movies. I'm sorry, again, hot take, and I don't feel like there's no chemistry between him and Zendaya at all. And I don't. I, I think he's very brooding and showing lack of emotion. Majority of the film, and you know, I, I'm not sold him as an actor. I'm not. And you know, all jokes aside, I just don't think he carries the role really well. I think he's, you know, I, I he was very. He was kind of brooding in the first one, and there's definitely more, you know, better performances of him in this one. I feel like more kind of like moments from Deshaun as Paul, but. I just don't know, man. He's he's not selling me as Paul. He's not. I do think him and Zendaya don't have chemistry. I think Zendaya is a way better actress than him, actor than him. And you know, the chemistry romance didn't work for me at all. Like they expanded it more, sure, but like when they were like trying to be in love or showing signs of romance and love, I wasn't feeling it. I just didn't. I don't. I don't believe the love story at all. And yeah, they, they uh they should have casted Jaden Smith instead. Get a little after Earth action. That would have been. <laughs> That would have been, you know, interesting. To, that would have been <laughs> a different movie. I'll tell you that. But it's, I'm not sold on him yet. I'm just, mm -hmm. again, I'm not, I don't think he's a good actor. So whenever I watch, I'm just like, I'm just, he's taking away points for me on this movie. But again, different conversation over time. Um, again, not, it's not just, again, not, keep trying to keep it spoiler free. Christopher Walken was underutilized. I thought, you know, all this hype around him being in the movie. I feel like he's at a, at his age now where like we have a few performances left of him. Maybe they're gonna use him more in the third one, but like I, I just I think they are because it was it was kinda like that with, with Batista and Zendaya, like you said, where it's like in the first one they weren't really in it like that, and then the second one the parts were like really expanded. And we know that there's gonna be a part three. We're about to watch part three and then at the end they're gonna be like to be continued. Bro, I got <laughs> Dune four. Dune forever. <laughs> Dunes. <laughs> Dunes. Dunes. Uh, yeah, like Dune, so, Dune part more 10. and more yeah, dunes. Yeah, literally more and more dunes. Like, Dune, where's my car? Like, you know, <laughs> Dune 25 it's, canyons. 
So another thing I'll I'll on this too is that Florence Pugh is in it, but I do think that like we'll probably get more expansion of her in the next movie as well. And again, I'm keeping this in this. I don't understand the worm. The worm thing was cool. I think how they utilize worm travel was kind of interesting because they're talking about like how like oh it's very it's a skill. And they were showing people riding the worm like it was a fucking CTA or like the metro line, you know, like a public bus. And I was like, huh? So, again, that's a little nitpick, a little nitpick I have of that move, that part. But I still love, have a good time with it. Seeing IMAX, I'll give the, if I give this like an eight out of eight point five out of ten. Again, not his best movie personally, personally, but I do think it's a little bit better than the first. But uh, yeah, eight and a half. And to Joe's point, we do have a tier list to make before. We wrap up and let me pull this up right now because I know we have uh, some movies to go over with him. Let me pull this up. And again, Denny, man, does not miss. He does not miss. It honestly, makes me want to watch all his movies again. <laughs> I do too. Where is he? He needs to make a movie for DC. Do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, he's with, I mean, he's at Warner. Do you think there's a chance? Like, not really just because it's like i don't i don't see him like really doing like a movie for 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 like james gunn unless it was going to be an elseworld story where it's like he could just kind of do like where he could do like a matt reeves thing where it's like i'm gonna take this character and do like whatever i want with him yeah it was like that would be dope like he would like give him like a justice league movie superman green lantern something like that but yeah. you could do Batman because of the whole detective thing, and you know you got like Sicario and prisons. But I feel like we're kind of past that point, you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be yeah, him. give him a Justice oh, League trilogy because he, he's like well, the perfect blend of Snyder and and Nolan. I feel like. Oh, he is. Oh, he absolutely is. I still I remember talking about him doing a Bla- uh, not Blade Runner, uh, Batman Beyond movie because of the Blade Runner uh, inspiration. Oh, yeah. oh, that would have been dope. Uh, uh what could have been <laughs> what could have been do you do you guys see the did you guys see the 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 artwork for that yeah yeah i saw that that looked dope As really... a Go ahead, Joe. batman fan right i didn't yeah. want that to happen really how come mm. because here's my thing one i i they would have used the same sort of art form as Spider-Man movies. Mm. And I know it's just a concept and it would change over time, but it would have been a little bit too similar. You know what I mean? To where like, yeah, like you can't use the same artwork that you use for Spider-Man that you can use for Batman. Even if this is a futuristic person, even if he is like a guy that goes clubbing, because you, you know, in, in the Batman beyond anime film, uh, not film, uh, show, they show him like he's young, he's clubbing, you know, his girlfriend, he's going to see his girl, like, you know, they're at the club, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't think it would have been a good idea to use the same sort of like color art form. Like mm. it does, like the art is amazing. It's great. Like the animation's great, but when it comes to the color scheming, it would have been too similar. Especially because like the enemy, even though it's a different power, the enemy that they showed, I instantly thought of the Spider-Man one. You know what I mean? And the second mm-hmm. one, the uh, the Spider-Verse. You know the guy with the fucking holes. The where spot. I was like, ah, yeah, the spot. I didn't like that. 
So I feel like it would have been it wouldn't have been too good. You know what I mean? I feel like they like I feel like the color scheme would have been too similar. The animation would have been way too similar. Obviously because, you know, from the same creators. But I think like they didn't they they wouldn't have thought about like, all right, we have to make sure these don't blend. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. I'm not mad at that. Again, it looked really cool. I think it would have been good. I just, for me personally, I would has has someone who really pays attention to details and like color schemes and stuff like that from like certain movies. If they use the same type of color scheming, it it for me it would have blended. It would just been you know a DC version of Spider Man. And I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have liked it. All right, that's. Yeah, you definitely want to avoid repetition. You definitely want to avoid repetition. You want to avoid. You want to avoid. Uh, you know, using the same thing. That's what I think. I think. Uh, uh Mutant Mayhem for the Turtles were got lucky because that could have been. That could have been bad. <laughs> yeah. I could. Have, I could have been like, yeah, this sucks, but it. Yeah, yeah, because they had like a crazy visual style from from what I saw, right? Yeah, it was it was cool. It was very cool. It was good. It's really good. Yeah, I like it. It was a bit, was a bit different than Spider Verse. It had the same kind of like yeah. feel of it at times, but it was it still was different. So I see your point, Joe. You're you worried about like kind of overusing it, kind of oversaturation. Yeah, and, and and the difference between the two between the characters because like and and and. TMNT and and Spider-Man, they're young, they're teenagers. This one, he's college age. You know, he's able to go drink. He's able, you know, he has his own car. Like, he he's an adult man. So if if it had the same feel, I, for me personally, I wouldn't have liked it. Because again, he's college age. Yeah, he's still young, but he's not as young as these other kids who are again kids, high school. He's right. not. He's college. He he he. You know he has to take care of his. You know, and his story's different. He has to take care of his family. You know, what I mean, his dad's not no, there. He, he has to take care of his family. He has a little brother, like, so it would have to be a completely different feel. So like, they would have to change it. You you can't have that similar aspect. You know, that similar feeling, because then it would feel off as you go through the fucking movie. Yeah. Already, I have it up here right here, guys. Sorry about the wait. All right, so this is our Denis Villeneuve tier list. And of course, we have S as superior, which is a masterpiece. A, B, C, D, F, and of course, have not seen. And remember, Nick, you can give these movies whatever you want. You <laughs> I was about use... to say that. <laughs> you, don't have to... you don't have to give it. <laughs> no, I was, I was writing it down. I was writing it down this time. I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So let's go in order. And I'm going to put this one as not seen. I don't think anyone's seen this movie. It's his first movie, Incendies. I have not seen it. Joe, Incendies? I have not seen it. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go with the movie that I was first I got introduced to them, which is 2013's Prisoners, a phenomenal movie. That was a great good. cast, a great Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Paul Dano, uh, Terrence Howard, Maine, uh, Viola, <laughs> Davis, <laughs> Viola Davis. Hey, y'all, I'm in Prisoners, Maine. Maine. Um, and uh, I mean, 
phenomenal cast. It's yeah. if, if you're if you're a parent, Vi- I Viola go. Davis, Maria, Ma- Maria Bello. Bello. Oh, um, I'm going to go have ahead, to skip this one because I still have not seen it. Fuck, That's okay. That prisoners. ain't no problem. Oh, so respect, respect, respect. It's good. It's, so... it's, I, I think you would like it, Joe. Yeah, right. it looks good. I've I've Amazing. always told myself I need to see it, but I also, you know, when it comes to those movies, it's like I'm not a parent, but I have nieces and nephews, and you know, I've I've it's, taken it's care of my good. family, so oh. yeah, I I would have to be in the headspace for it. So I don't like, I don't ever think about like, oh man, now's like the perfect time. So like, it's been I keep telling myself I have to see, it, I have to see it, because I really do it's want tough. to see. It. I've seen clips. It looks really good, but I haven't seen it. So for this one. I do not have a rating. I am out. Got yeah, respect. All right, Nick. Where would you put prisoners? I would put prisoners at. I would put it at an A. I okay. thought it, I thought it was really good. Like it was not like it was a simple story, but it was it it was a really solid story, and it was um it was really cool. And I I was I was watching all these like analyses of it in um in college, and it was like it was a lot more layered than I thought. So that was kind of cool too. And it was just it was just. I remember w- there was like one professor. I had and Doug, I don't remember if if you had her too. She was um uh she was she was like an actress, I think. Um hmm. I don't remember if you had her too, but she was um she's she she didn't like the ending of it. She was like, I just feel like it was a cop out and I was kinda like, hmm, I, I wonder what? why she didn't yeah, she she didn't elaborate on it. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, why? <laughs> but she just then like like moved on for, with the with the rest of the election. It was like, oh, okay, hmm, cop out. What? I don't want to spoil this movie for anybody, including Joe. So I'm like, cop out. All right, so you got a, you got an A, correct? Yeah, I got out of A. All right, I have it as an S, but. Given the rating of the game for our listeners, a tier list we have the we have the rankings, and if we disagree on a movie, and the one of the one of the view one of the uh, one of our hosts has a lower rating, that automatically brings down the review of the, of the movie. So I had an S, make it had an A, so that goes down to an A, which you know what, I'm fine with. I love I love Prisoners. I remember seeing it with our friend Given uh, opening weekend, and I was just blown away by this movie because I was like, holy shit, this movie's it, it got me, and I was like, oh my god. Like, who was this director? Uh, yeah, Deacon's a cinematographer, phenomenal performances, and it sticks with you 10 years later. It's a phenomenal mm. movie, but to your point, Nick, you're right, it's a tough watch. It's a tough watch if you're a parent, it's if you have nieces or nephews, it is a very hard watch. But man, oh man, the, the performances in this are just phenomenal, and just it's a thrilling movie. It, the, the way it moves, too, has one of the best paces ever. So, okay, we have Prisoners at an A. All right, next we have 2015. Oh, no, sorry. Excuse me. We have 2013, 2014. It was a weird movie that came out when it came out. It was a little into release. Is Enemy. Joe, have you seen Enemy before? Ooh. Enemy. Let me look this up. Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't want to spoil it. It's basically this guy, kind of nobody guy. I think he's a professor. Finds out he has a doppelganger who's an actor. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's an A for me. I okay. have never seen Enemy. Never even heard of it. You gotta All watch right. it. You gotta I'm, do it, Joe. You gotta do it. I watched it for the first time recently, so I'm gonna give it a B, just because. Okay. I'll see you, Nick. I mean, my see you tomorrow. I might have you explain maybe the ending to me, because to this day I'm kind of like, 
Say, I got uh, you, bro. I got okay. you. I got you. Okay. I got you. I got you. Say less. Okay. Say less. Fair. I've been prepared right. for this since I've seen uh, it all okay. those years so, ago. You're very good at explaining movies to me when I'm like, huh? And so, so is Joe, too. But like, you know, given college, you explain, you break down things for me where I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, I got you. I got you. Say less. Bro, so, fuck you, too, then, nigga. Damn. Not <laughs> so, I, I, it's good, but I have, I will put it as a B for things. I think it's not as good as I want it to be, but still a very good movie. So, we're going to put it, you get an A, I'm giving it a B. We're, we're going to put it at a B. Um, so, we have Prisoners at an A. We have Enemy at a B. All right. We have 2015 Sicario. Sicario, hmm. a really intense movie, great cast, great cinematography by Deacons again. Uh, very that border scene is incredible. The Arizona Mexico border scene is ridiculous. Um, You're talking about, again, I have to back out because I've never. No, I'm joking. I've seen this. I was about to say, like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it. You. <laughs> I was like, bro, <laughs> hold on, wait a minute. Am I tripping? <laughs> so, I was like, wait a second. I've seen this one, yeah. All right, where you putting it, Joe? Uh, what's the highest tier? S for masterpiece. I'm gonna play as an S. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm play the first one, right? The first Sicario. I'm yeah, because he only the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then where I'm gonna play as an S. Yeah. All right, Nick. Where'd you put it? I think I'm. I'm gonna put it at an A. I'm gonna put it at an A. Yeah. I'll put an A too. So sorry, Joe. Our two A's bring down your S to an A. Still a very That's good fine. spot. Still a very good spot. It could be an F, like the King's Man. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard our Matthew volunteer list, it's a fun one. We had Moses on the show too. We had a we had a good laugh during that episode. <laughs> um. All right, so we have Cario and an A. All right, a movie that I'll probably get some pushback on. No, this movie that no, this is Nick's movie. Nick loves this movie. I think you do too, Joe. Maybe have you seen Arrival? Arrival, yes, Arrival? I did S, see that this S, past S. Uh, a few months ago, like probably two, three months ago. A few months ago? Yeah. <laughs> that's what do you think movie. about it though? I'm I'm, I'm curious because I, I I love it, man. That that's a, that's that's uh, that's S tier for me. That's an F tier for me. Nah, fucking, Ooh. that's S tier. <laughs> nah, <laughs> no, it's really good. That I was like, I'm gonna just yeah, assume it's S. Dude, yeah, no, it's an S. Uh, it, they did. It was amazing. It really yeah. was. Doug talked about it for a very long time, but I never saw it on a on something I could watch it on. You said S, correct, Joe? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's an S because. Uh, and uh, uh, they did such a phenomenal job, as, you know, character building, even though uh, character building, story building, um, and just like keeping it a mystery throughout the entire fucking film of what these uh, the creatures wanted, I think. And then, you know, they didn't use many places. So I think they did really good. You guys know my love for like how films can, you know, because there's some films that do like, all right, we need all these different places, to, you know, and like you sort of lose the story there because you're focused on like the area. This they use like very minimal space, and I think they did really good like that. Um, but also, yeah, Doug was talking about it for for a very long time, and I never watched it. But that's also because I never really saw it on any of the 
accounts that I had until Doug shared Voodoo with me, and then it just, like, I put it in the back of my mind, and I completely forgot until one day I was, like, looking through movies, being like, fuck, where can I find it? Like, what, where, like, what can I watch? And I saw it, and so it was a few months ago, I was like, oh, let me watch Arrival, and so I watched it. Doug was so happy when I told him, like, hey, I watched it, because, uh, again, he, 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 you were big on, um, you know, having people see this movie because it was really, really good. Uh, I'm sad it took me so long, but you know, I I saw it. It really is an S tier movie. I think, I think you might, because I'm this movie a C, so it might be a different movie. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> it might be a different movie. Yeah, okay. I know. I know. Shame, no, shame no, you on me. I was pregnant. I was pregnant. I think I, gotta, I haven't watched it in a long time. I gotta watch it again. I think my hype for, I think my love for Sicario and Prisoners kind of like, I was like, I think I was comparing this movie mm. to those two. Um, I, I think really? I told you to watch. Because you told you, every time you told me about this movie, all you said were good things. So I'm totally lost on this. But all right, it might have been a different movie because I remember walking out. I was like, eh, it was cool. I I didn't love it the way that might have been Blade Runner because I Blade Runner, I was like obsessed. No, no, it was definitely you. You I would you know. I'm not saying like you're obsessed, but you always said it was a really good movie, and you always told like you you told me like this is definitely a good movie. You should check definitely check it out. You know, it was one of those movies that you told me to check out, and I don't know. You always had good things to say about it, so yeah. This I think is a different movie, my friend. I would agree to agree to disagree because I walked out, I was like, eh, it was fine. I just I gotta watch it again. I gotta watch it again. I I liked the certain parts of it. I think it's filmed real well too, as mm-hmm. all those movies are. But I don't know it's been a while. I, I might, it might, it might, it might grow on me. I, I gotta watch it. I think I own it. I, I go, yeah, I do own it. I gotta watch yeah, it you again. do own it. I gotta watch it again because I was like, I was a little underwhelmed with it. Also, I saw it with, uh, you know, who I saw it with uh, Nick. I saw it with Big Isaac. Oh, oh I, I know that and... was a bad experience. I know that was a bad movie watching experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a movie I heard. I, I heard. I'm like. Who's snoring? And the guy and next to me, Big Isaac was snoring. Damn, <laughs> Jesus! Dude, you don't like, appreciate cinema, huh? <laughs> so, so, go, go ahead, Joe. And that just reminds me, man. I'm starting to get like my dad sometimes. I'm too tired. I'll still go at movie and try like I'll wake myself up. But I'm like, fuck, dude, I can't. <laughs> I can't be sleeping like my dad now. No, too much. Yeah, no, but. I'd, I'd be drinking, like, energy drinks before I go see a movie, especially long ones. Because, <laughs> man, your boy tired. I'm old, man. I'm, turning, I'm 27, turning 28. Yeah, I'm getting older. Life has been beat my ass. So, yeah. <laughs> like a motherfucker, yeah. Like, like my mama back in the day. <laughs> chasing me with the belt all over the house. Whoop my ass. Anyways. Alright, so we got... Okay, so... Yeah, I gotta re- I gotta rewatch it. It's it's been a while, but I'm gonna give it a C. But you guys give it an S. Unfortunately, my C so, it, brings it down to an A. Still an A. Yeah, still an A. So Sicario and and Arrival so got, are A. God. So we got we got Prisoners as an A, Sicario an A, uh, Arrival an A, Enemy at a B. And the next one I think we're all gonna be agreeing on, and this is a masterpiece that is 
Blade S-tier. Runner 2049. S-tier. That, that S-tier. was his S-tier. magnum opus. S-tier. We already know. That S-tier. was his inception. S-tier. That, that literally is a perfect movie from start to finish. I can... A movie, like I said, changed how I saw movies. Seeing an opening night with Nick and IMAX opened my eyes to IMAX, more IMAX, cinematography, storytelling, everything. That movie is a perfect movie. It's a perfect I love movie. That I movie. Think of Nick Magnum Opus. The acting, Chef the score, the the atmosphere, bro. Oh my gosh, bro! The way the 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 plot oh. unfolded, man. It was just it's so good, so good. And also, too, it's why I fell in love. I don't care. I'm since on air. It's why I fell in love with Ana de Armas. She is fine, <laughs> fine. She is beautiful. <laughs> Yo, I was yeah. about to get beat Not by me. you, bro. My oh, she know, no, no, she, she knows this. She knows this. We're good. She knows this, <laughs> but good. that don't mean she's happy about Anna it. Like, no one to respect your eyes. She, she, uh, <laughs> she, uh, we, we, I, I showed uh, that movie recently to her, and she goes, oh, this is why you love this movie, huh? Because of her? I was like, yeah, part of the reason why. <laughs> More for Ryan Gosling. And I've been very vocal. I've been very honest about this too. My first Cuban love is still Joel Kindle. Don't worry about that. My Facts. second love is is on a day is on a day Armis. Um, but uh, yeah, so okay, we all are STF. I think it's a perfect movie. It's a movie that should have done better in the box office. And I think it's one of the best sequels ever made, and it's so good on its own. It's a literally just oh, chef's yes, kiss. All righty. Next up, we have uh, again. Dune Part One came out in twenty twenty one. S tier, okay. S. No, 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 no. Go next. S tier. What? What? No, S tier because it was like okay. I, I, I was, I was familiar with the Dune story, but it seemed like I was kind of like, um, like that, kind of, kind of like you and and Lord of the Rings, where it's like people keep kind of saying it's a big story, but I'm not really like seeing it like that. Like I, I don't really like know anything about it. So right. like I, you know, I. I seen like reviews on like movies about it and like like breakdowns of the books and everything like that and I was like well, okay it's, it's a cool story but it's like um, you know I'm still not really getting it and I, I know that they they made right. the the movie with with David Lynch or D- David Lynch had directed it and then there was like another movie that I forget the director's name but had he made it it would have been like 14 hours long and I'm like oh, that yeah. is incredibly fascinating to me and then um, news came out Denis Villeneuve is directing Dune. So that because I I love Arrival, I love Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So that really interested me, and I was like, okay, so maybe this kind of is like a big deal or something like that. And then the cast kept coming out: Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, um, Rebecca Ferguson, uh, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin. Uh, I think I was not Bill Skarsgård, Stellan Skarsgård part of me and you know and so on and so forth so i was like okay wow 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 wow, wow. this this is like really really interesting and um the the movie was just like everything about it like visually was fantastic the audio was fantastic how they how they kind of like blended how, how they did his his ability the voice i think it was called and I liked how they like they even like tied it in with oh, with, yeah. with the music because like w- one thing about like the the Paul Atreides character is like he's he's heavily influenced by the women in his life 
um i.e his mother even like when the um when that that other benny jesuit character came in like like she was a woman and she was kind of like instructing him in that one scene and blah 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 blah. and like even when when he uses the voice you primarily hear like female voices and that's kind of reflected in the music because it's a lot of female uh vocals in the music and it's like all like it's very like powerful female vocals so it's like that's kind of like the way i interpreted it was like that was like his his ancestors kind of like through the movie kind of communicating with them in a way you know so it's just kind of like so all that kind of stuff like that is in the movie and it's like dang this movie's really really fucking dope and it's like again like this motherfucker don't miss so it was just like (laughs) yeah it was just like it was fantastic like it was just like again like it just it didn't feel like a movie it felt like a film like it just felt like such like a this this grand cinematic experience and like you, you said it earlier, like everything about it was was on point. Everything about it was perfect, you know. So I just loved it. So that's why it's S tier for me. Um, that's it. All right, nice. Joe. Um, I'm gonna put it in an A, and um, I'd say above the other films in A, it's a top there. But for me, it's an A, and maybe it's only because I saw I had to see it at home. I wasn't able to mm. see it in theaters. Um, so maybe that's why it wasn't as good of a, a experience for me, but it is a really amazing film. I see what you're, you're getting at, Nick, and I think it's really good. Um, but for me, this was an introduction to Dune. I never knew about the stories of Dune, never really heard about it, so it was very intriguing. But like I said, like, you know, I knew there was going to be more to it. So for me, this is like, all right, here's this like story. Here's everything. Here's it, it, to me, it was more just a world building film. I think it was really interesting. I think it was really good. So, but it didn't like, oh my god, it's like so crazy, da da da. But it was really good. Like everything about it was really good. I I thoroughly did enjoy it. But I would have to give it a name, maybe because again, I saw it at home so the experience wasn't completely the same the sound wasn't the same you know the atmosphere wasn't the same so maybe maybe because i saw it at home maybe that's why i didn't have that same experience i it's I, i'm i'm giving this i get i know i i'm borderline s and a i think i'm giving an a plus because i do think i'm glad we watched it a month ago i do like I, I, I like the Dune, I like the first Dune a lot. I really do. I think it's it's great world building. It's directed really well. I mm-hmm. do have I think the pace is a little bit off at times, and that's what yeah. kind of keeps me from giving it a full S. It's still an A. It's still right. It's an A plus for me. So it's yeah, it's, uh, it's tough. I didn't know we could do that. So I'll put I'll <laughs> give it an A plus as well. No, there's 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 no A plus or B plus to you. I'm, I'm, it's it's A plus is basically an A, but like it's. Yeah. It's you and I are very similar. Like yeah, we're we're put up there. So I think again, since Nick had an S, we we had A. That goes that goes down to an A. I think which is I think is a very fair. Yeah, that's solid. Yeah. That's, that's a solid one right there. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right, Nick. Since you and I have seen the part two, we heard our review. We're gonna put Dune part two. Mm. I'm gonna put it at an S. I'm gonna put it out there too, because there was like I'm not gonna spoil anything. There was like one scene with 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 Paul, kind of towards like the the middleish end. Where it was like this was like after he had kind of like like made his choice, and it was like I was like ooh like I was kind of like it it was dope it was dope just kind of like how everything was like was like worded and phrased and especially performed so it was like 
that that definitely helps sell, sell the movie for me. So it's it's as for me. You know what? I, my my brother, I'm going. I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it with you. I was an S as well. I think it's a bit of a better movie than the first one. I do think I I love seeing it. I love the experience of seeing it. I think the pace is way better than the first. I think everyone, my my Chalamet does a great job of acting. <laughs> um, I and I do think it's Denis' version of Empire yeah. Strikes Back. I I really do think he's and I hope and I I, I don't doubt he will, but I think he will definitely land the ending with uh part three or what we call messiah uh so yeah I, i'll give it an S. I think it's because the experience alone is definitely worth it i do think just like the the black and white the battle sequences this movie shot is incredibly yeah. well and i think it's directed incredibly well like i said it's a master class in directing score and cinematography so all right guys for our recap we have right now and for our listeners we have at s the later under 2049 dune part two at A, we have Prisoners, Sicario, uh, Arrival, and Dune Part 1. And at B, we have Enemy. And Not Seen is Incendies, his first movie. I think it's, I think it's in French because he's French-Canadian. So I will post this tomorrow on our social media as well. So you'll be able to see this tier list. Um, also make your own tier list at tiermaker.com. And yeah, so obviously, I think when Joe see when Joe sees Dune Part Two, whenever Moses is back on, he wants to talk about it. We can we can go back to this list too and kind of like uh, maybe edit a little bit. But I think I think I think Joe and uh, Moses probably probably give this an S or an A. I don't see I don't see you guys giving anything lower than that. Yeah, person. most likely. Yeah. Or F. <laughs> so so yeah. someone's gonna ironically say F. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like you know, since we can't yeah. go any higher, all these other thoughts are filled. God give it that fuck. Very good. I'm not gonna lie. I was waiting for. I was waiting for. Uh, I was. I was waiting for uh, Nick to put Tenet in here. <laughs> My favorite Villeneuve movie. <laughs> Which is yeah, a, call, a, little call, yeah. a little call back to when we're like, episode forty. I want to say we're talking about IMAX. So uh, yeah, as episode. Episode 40, yes. Look at that. It's pretty fun. But yeah, guys, hope you enjoyed this other tier list maker episode. And we're kind of probably going a little over time. But so, Joe, do you want to do the honors to take us home, my good sir? Uh, yeah. Um, before I do that, uh, let's plug ourselves. Or are we doing our ones and ones? I'm ready. I think, like, I think you said, with, uh, if, you, if you want to, go ahead. Go ahead. If, if y'all want, right. want to, if y'all want to. I'm Why cool not? with it. Let's yeah, go. I got this. I got this. Let's do it. Fuck go it. Ahead, boys. It's Let's been do. a minute. You know, we we've we'll been do. doing lists and shit. Uh, all right. <laughs> so <listen> for <laughs> the people who just decided to go to our, our most recent episode, or if you know far into the future, you decide just to jump into the middle of our podcast. I'm explaining to you. We at the end of each show, we do our one and ones. What our one and one is is we each go around and we all say one movie and one show we feel like it's underrated or it's just really good and we hope y'all will watch it or at the very least play on your movie reckon uh play on your movies list. Uh even if you don't watch it today, tomorrow, next week, or maybe even years down the line eventually you'll put it on and you know you'll come back to us and let us know what y'all thought about it <laughs> that is what we will be doing so to start us off doug you get zeon and zeoner of it thank you my good sir thank you Ooh, it's gonna be a tough one man i gotta think 
of a show. I think for a movie, I'm going to do a movie that I absolutely love. The one that I know I share this love with Joe. And that's The Secret Life of Walter hmm. Mitty. I think. Oh, man. <laughs> you you want to know something funny, by the way? Uh, can I tell the story of what your mom uh, did for me? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Uh, so Doug gets me up uh, recently. He goes, you know, my mom got you a gift for your birthday slash Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, what you got me? And he's like, she got you the uh, Walter Mitty movie. I was like, what? She was Absolutely. like, yeah. She, she, she contacted me. She was like, hey, do I really like this? right and he was like yeah she was, was like all right and she got it and so i was like oh man that i was so like heartwarming because i true still i truly do still love that film like i am a big ben stiller fan i love the film because like as a person who has had to like has a person who hasn't very much been able to live my life i like growing up and still now i still but not as much as i used to like i used to daydream so this character really resonated with me so but what's funny is after we had that conversation like two days later i started seeing like walter mitty like edits on tiktok and stuff like that <laughs> or like instagram like just scrolling through the reels so like i'm just like cracking up because i'm just like i just started i was just we we're just talking about this so yeah that's what sorry yeah i'm sorry to interrupt oh you're good dude. not funny no you're good no she had, she had an extra copy at the at her library that she gets movies from so i was like oh yeah this definitely joelle um I love this movie. It's very heartwarming. It's very, it's a really feel-good movie. It's a movie that came out and unfortunately did not do well at the box office. Um, but you know, that's the, sadly, uh, this movie was made. By, this movie was made by Fox. You know, when Fox was still Fox, the people at Disney bought them out. So, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a movie of a time that those movies don't aren't aren't made anymore for the big screen. If they are, they're made for streaming and streaming only. And it's like, man, like mm. I remember seeing this with like you, Sebastian, TJ, some other friends at the time. And I'm just like, man, that's why I go to the movies. You know, it's it's just a fun movie. It's a gr- great soundtrack, great score, beautiful cinematography, and you know, Ben Stiller directs the hell out of this movie. He directs, he stars in it. Uh, Kristen Wiig's good in it. Catherine Hahn's great in it. Sean, Sean Penn is good in it. Adam Scott's great in it. It's a great cast, but it has so much love. And so, the movie made with love, as full of life. It's very inspirational too. To like, you know, go out there and see the world, live your live your life. You know, follow your dreams. And it's a beautiful movie. And it's sad that this movie doesn't get the love it deserved. But I think it's one of Ben Stiller's best directed movies of the Trump of Thunder, of course, and one of his best movies he ever, he ever stars in. It's a really beautiful, sweet movie. So if you can find it, good luck. I think you can rent it. It's not on streaming anywhere because of Disney buying Fox, unfortunately. So good luck. Yeah, but it's really a beautiful movie. Um, yeah, it's again great soundtrack. Um, definitely check it out. Very funny at times, too. Um, and for my show... I might break the rules a little bit here and do a TV episode, and here's why. I'm going to do Black Mirror, but instead of doing Black Mirror, the actual, like, you know, like, show, I'm going to do, like, a you know, Black Mirror's anthology series, so you can, you can pick, like, an episode, and I'm going to do uh, the USS Callister, which, if you've seen, that is, uh, that is the Star Trek episode of Black, of Black Mirror. And my dog is hopping on the, <laughs> my mic. Uh, uh, at USS Callister, which is basically the Star Trek version of uh, Black Mirror. And I was talking to someone about it a few years ago, and I was like, "Can't hey, what, what Netflix again? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this episode." 
and holy shit, they're not kidding. If you're a if you're a Star Trek fan, you gotta see this episode. But man, this is definitely one of the yeah USS Callister. It is one of the best television episodes I have ever seen. Uh, Jesse Plemons is great in it. He plays this kind of just like tech guy. But there's a lot more to the story. But it's literally one of the best television show episodes I've ever seen in my life. It's haunting. It's it's really innovative but also it's very like how it's filmed is very smart with like the technology and like how this could actually happen stuff like that and it's very creepy too as most black mirror episodes are but if you're a black mirror fan you know this episode if not i recommend watching this episode alone because it's it's shot remarkably and it's filmed amazing and it's, it sticks with me i saw this now three or four years ago and i'm still haunted by this episode but it's so good and it's uh, Jesse Plemons does a great job playing this kind of like Captain Kirk slash tech kind of weirdo. Hmm. And it's really good. So, uh, Sea Life of Walter Mitty's my movie. And my TV of the week show of the week is the Black Mirror episode, USS Callister. I like that. Back to you guys. All right. All right. Yeah. No, nah, it's real dope. I like that. Um, Nick. So, for time. me, the my movie is going to be Oblivion with Tom Cruise and Morgan Freeman. Ooh. Um, this movie came out, I I think, in 2013. Mm-hmm. It was in 2013, yeah. yeah so, well, like, it was kind of like it was it was in that era of like you know, like Man of Steel and uh, you know, other, other other movies like that. But um, it was it was it was a cool. Just visually, it was really cool. Like the the plot, kind of it did. I think some of it fell a little bit flat to me, but it's still just like it's it's a fun movie. And this was also like when Tom Cruise was kind of like back on that right back on the rise after um after Ghost Protocol. So it was just like you know, it's just another fun Tom Cruise movie. Um, my show is gonna be there was in. When I was in high school, I was in Target and I was in the movie section and I came across an anime X-Men miniseries. And it was it was like it was produced by um uh give me give me who was it was produced by G4 Madhouse and Marvel Animation and it was like it it was like from Japan like it was actually just like cuz it was originally uh Japanese and but then they just have like English people dubbing over it, and these these people they did like um, they did X Men, they did a, a Blade series, a Wolverine series, and the Blade and Wolverine series like crossed over. But it's weird because that Wolverine series, it, it's a different Wolverine than from the X Men show, and they did like like a, a, an Iron Man movie and like an Iron Man like show and series and stuff like that. So it was just. It was um it was kind of cool like to see like anime versions of these characters, but this particular X Men show, it it starts off like everyone's kind of like gone their separate ways, and Professor Xavier's at the house, and there's like he has like a vision of like a kid like calling out to him, or like he's having like a dream of it, and like he's trying to like get to the to the kid to help him, but every time he gets close, the kid like disappears or like moves like farther away and he gets the x-men together because he's like i think um i have like a connection to this kid or something like that so it's it's like a mystery like who is like why is charles xavier like what is the connection between like him and this and this kid and like what's going on because it was like something was going on in japan like people were either people were being like kidnapped or like becoming like sick and like blah 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 and they there was like this other like kind of anti-x-men group they were called the u-men 
And what they did was like they're all like kind of like Frankenstein's monsters. Like they they like all um augment themselves like cybernetically, but it looks all like gruesome and stuff like that. And the the climax to this show, like the the finale was just insane. Like it was just because it's just a straight up like anime show. So everything just kind of went like full force berserk at the end. And I just I really love that. And they they teased the season two, but they never to my knowledge, they never made it. But it was Damn. it was really, really good. I would definitely recommend it. I, I might even I think I have it on DVD. That's cool. I'm proud of that. Yeah, I got, I got the X Men. Yeah, I have the X Men and the and the and the Iron Man movie. Ooh, I, <laughs> damn! Are you excited for the X Men uh, ninety seven coming out? I, I kind of am. I, I didn't really watch the show like that when I was a kid. Like, I only caught a few episodes, but um, I'll definitely check it out for sure. Because I know, yeah. like, they're trying to bring like the X Men back. Try yeah. to. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for it. I, I'm I'm excited to see how they do it. All right, Joe. All right, uh, that was good. Uh, I am I'm I'm a little excited for the X Men '97, but I'm also worried. It's been a long time, and so you know, new values, new perceptions. Yeah, you know I mean, new. I'm a little worried that goes sight of the X-Men being X-Men. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was a good uh, one-on-one. Um, now it's my turn. Um, I'm going to start off with the show on Hulu. Really new, but again, Asian, so you do have to read. Uh, it's called uh, A Shop for Killers. Uh, so it, what it is is about this girl whose uncle passes away and she learns that he owns a mall. Well, the mall, uh, as she investigates, turns out to be a literal shop for killers. Uh, so, you know, espionage stuff like spy gadgets, tracking, stuff like that, but also guns, uh, knives. Uh, there's even a section for cleanup crews so you know they can get rid of any evidence and stuff like that and uh, it starts going wrong because some of those killers want his supplies who uh, which now she owns so you know they're trying to kill her as well Uh, so far what I know is that there's eight episodes on Hulu again you're gonna have to read but it's a really good show and why shows like the shows and movies like this stick out to me when it comes to the Asian culture is because in a lot of Asian countries, I don't know if it all countries, but a lot of Asian countries, guns are illegal. Um, so I believe this one's in Korea. Um, so you know to see stuff like this, you know, hired you know professional killers who you know use guns and you know try and get away with crimes and stuff like that. It it's really interesting. You know, it's not like America. I'm not saying in America it's easy to get a gun, but you know it's not impossible. But uh, but you know for when it comes to like countries like this to be able to you know have films stuff like action stuff like that it's a little more interesting because of like oh this is taboo i guess you know it's like it's illegal they can't have guns so now they have to be like extra you know but yeah i like it uh shop for killers on hulu eight episodes an hour long each 
but really good. Acting's good, story's great. You'll like it. Um, and for my movie, this one's gonna be a throwback. Um, but I feel like uh, a lot of people need to watch it. Is Good Morning Vietnam? Oh, good movie. Uh, yeah, fantastic movie. I was looking into the films. I was trying to find something not new, but nothing too old. But you know that one, this one stuck out to me. This one's from 1987. Um, you know, Robin Williams. God bless the man. R.I.P. Uh, you know, childhood actor for a lot of us and comedian. His overall smile. I feel like this movie, in a way, just shows who he was you know someone that wanted to make the world smile so what this movie is is um about a a radio funny guy um that gets sent to vietnam to you know broadcast on the radio for the american troops um uh but you know again he's all you know he he you know when he starts the radio uh every time he says he yells good morning vietnam and he's all about you know making people laugh and you know keeping it positive i guess you could say and you know he's exploring vietnam and like seeing how the war is firsthand i think it's a really great film and it's really good and amazing and and you know for the newer generation or young and being like, oh, that's an old film and I don't really want to see it, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's a great film. It doesn't matter about the quality. Like, the quality is still good. Just because things are older doesn't mean that they're bad. So definitely do play on your movie list. It's an amazing film. You're going to love it. It's outstanding and it will continue to be good even when you know, we have fucking holograms. I'm still going to fucking watch this movie. So, you know what I mean? So definitely do give it a watch. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. What's that one YouTube channel be like? First time watching Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, really <laughs> God damn it, dude. God damn Yeah, I know, uh, dude. If you if you tell me that, I'm gonna fucking throw my fucking phone. You know what's gonna happen, bro? Oh uh, God! Oh God! Yes. All right. Well, that was our one in one. Uh, now we're going to close it out, but before we do, uh, it is our turn to plug ourselves. So why don't you all plug yourself? Nick, why don't you start? Well, you could find me on YouTube at Donning Vision. That's capital D, capital V. And on Instagram at Donning Vision, all lowercase, all one word. Like I said, you can find me on YouTube and anywhere that they have podcasts. All right, Doug. You can find me, of course, on my personal Instagram, which is at the Young Jones. Also on Twitter or X at Capri Sun, Capri underscore Sun S O N. And of course, you can find our show socials at Maybe We Have New Productions on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. All right, and you can follow me uh, on Twitch.tv at the OG Cuban Rican. I've been streaming, haven't streamed in the past week or so. But, you know, I stream Apex, Baldur's Gate, um, you know, Rainbow Six Siege, you know. So if you want to have a, come and have a conversation with me, whether I'm gaming with friends or solo, please do visit. You get to see me rage sometimes. And other times you just get to chill with me, you know, and vibe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, on our uh, podcast, 
uh, Instagram, you will find all our links in our link tree. They're all there, even Moses's. So, you know, definitely do <laughs> check out our link tree. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta plug the boy even when he's not here. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, and also, do again, please do leave us uh, a rate and a review. Uh, it does truly help us grow the show. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming with us on this journey through our verbal. Uh, sorry, I'm messing up my own <laughs> exit. Thank you for joining us on this journey through our thoughts, opinions views and mad mad ramblings uh we honestly do enjoy doing this and so we will we uh we like coming back week after week after week and you guys keep making it possible and keep making it more interesting and fun uh we love building a community uh and a safe space for people who are like-minded and even you know um what's the word I guess you could say opposites as well. This is a safe space for y'all to talk about movies and TV shows that you like that other people won't. And it's a place where you can say your thoughts and opinions. And, you know, even if we don't agree or you don't agree with us, you know, it's all about having a conversation and understanding that it's okay to disagree uh, on things, whether you like them or not. So thank you guys so much. Please do share us with your friends and family because we would love for them to come and to be in this community and safe place. All right. Have a good morning, good afternoon, good night. Deuces. <laughs>